What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to episode 162 of Back to the Topic. It's your boy, Eli. Yeah. Walt is yeah. in the building. Hello. Nick, Nick, Patty, Whack on the P's and Q's. And today, <laughs> Pat said he wanted to have a, a nice little Mother's Day special. Pat, who's your guest today? Uh, today, we have my lovely mother in the building. Oh, give her an round of applause. Let's go. Welcome, welcome. How you feel? I feel good. You got to talk to the mic, though. Can you talk, oh, though? Okay, I'm we sorry. We can move it forward if you need to. You can, yeah. you can lower it down a little bit. It's, it takes some getting used to. If you want, you can bring it closer to you. Yeah. Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> it's like talking right to the front of it. That's all you got to do. Yes. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, we're sorry. We are, we've been gone for the last two weeks. We uh, had a bachelor party for our lovely bachelor, Walt, here, who's going to get married here in about a month, less than 30 less days. Than yeah. Oh, yeah, less than 30 days. Uh, we had a trip. And we uh, had some scheduling conflicts last week, but we're back bigger and better than ever. Lots of topics to kind of go over. Uh, tons of stuff in the news we missed this week and past previous weeks. So um, we'll get all into it after the intro. Pat, what's the what's the song for the intro today? What you got? We're gonna play some some Whitney Houston. Oh. Oh. Ooh. 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 Finally on streaming platforms. Speaking of juice, what y'all sipping on today? Uh, a little prickly pear margarita. Uh-oh. It's delicious. Cinco, Cinco de Mayo was uh, yesterday, right? It was. Yeah. How'd you guys celebrate? We didn't. <laughs> didn't do anything. I mean, we celebrated at work, actually. Uh, we hung a pinata, and we just took a, uh, took a baseball bat to mm -hmm. this empty Nike box that we taped up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of fun. You guys put, like, pictures of, like, customers on the, on the box or anything? That's what I would have done. Did you go play volleyball? I didn't. Uh, I nah. didn't. Yeah, uh, he Eli canceled. Went. Yeah, I went for a little bit. I didn't go there to play though. I just kind of been there just to vibe out and chill out. I just want to see who's there. Was it a good turnout? Out. Like, um, or was it kind of lame? It was. It was. A, it was a moderate turnout, not as heavy as it has been. So they weren't full. Like they, they openly asked people like, "Hey, do you want to come? You know, oh, hang really? out? Do you want to come? Yeah, because there's plenty of seats still open to um just to come play volleyball. So it was pretty light. Uh, everybody's having a good time though. You know yeah. what I mean? I kind of just miss That's being cool. out there and uh yeah. you know just breathing the air, hanging out. Everybody's having a good time, and so I kind of just went there. Had a little bit of water, uh, ran into a couple people who I knew from uh, college and just kind of talked for a little bit. So, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, I got my, um, I'm double fisting drinks today. So, I got my, uh, my Starbucks awesome. Frappuccino. I knew you were going to, I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew you were going to do it. Yeah, my Starbucks Frappuccino mm -hmm. and my kale smoothie. So, like, I have. How does that taste like in combination? Uh, delicious. Mm. Yeah, your, your, your stomach's gonna be on, like, no way. on Your body is so confused. Oh yeah, man. It's, <laughs> with the express, with the caffeine and the uh, and the fiber. Woo, boy, sliding. You about yeah. to mess up your that whole toilet? Finna be disgusting. Yeah, your, your whole plumbing's <laughs> gonna be messed up tomorrow. 
shit. About an extra pack of rolls. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Later on. Charmin gonna get me right. So, uh, but let's see here, man. Let me, uh, let's, let's go back to the weeks. Let's go back to the weeks. Let's, uh, recap what we've Take been a through. Trip through memory lane. Uh, so I love we can remember. Oh, yeah. We had our, we had our bachelor party, uh, mm-hmm. Walt's bachelor party. Um, Walt, did you have a good time? I had a great time. I'm it was honestly really, really fun. That you remember at least? The parts that I remember were really fun. I, I did. <laughs> what I've been told that I was doing mm-hmm. sounded kind of fun too. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, That's scary. I, I know. I had to go back and check the photos. I'm like, what did we do? <laughs> I had to like recall, like, bro, what just happened? I was blacked out for most of that. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. It was a crazy couple of days. I live up. I live up to my nickname. It man. was. It was pretty fun though. What's yeah. your nickname? Can't can't spell Eli without the L, bro. I swear oh, to that, God, that is true. That is a good point. Uh, yeah, you took a couple L's. It's like a couple L's. You, hey, I, you fell twice. I heard. I, yeah, I heard. I stumbled a couple times. There's two L's in fit in a fall. In fall. No, but it was it was really really fun. Yeah, though. ain't I none of y'all niggas picked me up either. I, 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 I two hundred five. I have no idea. I, I, I probably I had, tried. There was one time Jordan was like asking you, "You okay?" And he was like, "Yeah, I'm cool." So he let go of you. He just like face planted <laughs> yeah. to the ground. He was like, "I guess not." Jeez, man, what's going on? Hey, shout out to Jordan, though, bro. I'm glad Jordan had a great time. Yeah, um, him and Brennan showed up. Aaron was there, so we all had a good time. Man. Yeah, I appreciate you guys, though. That was a good time. In true, in true, uh, late twenties fashion, we uh, got to the Airbnb, and the fir- what's the first thing we all did? Slept. Just sleep. <laughs> Dude, just sleep. Did we? I don't remember. Yeah, bro, I mean, yeah, we man. got a little bit of food from the grocery store. I don't remember the first day. For the most part, yeah, we kind of just yeah, we chilled. Got then, the plane, groceries, <laughs> went to bed. And then um, and we ate pizza and we stayed in that night. Uh, yeah. yeah. Y'all watched the game, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. you went to go work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Corey, whoo, man. Julian got me in trouble. <laughs> Julian got me in trouble. So Corey blasted me on his podcast. And so, uh, you know, Corey Coleman, uh, the, uh, the owner and the host of uh, Double Toasted in Texas, uh, Julian goes to his house like all the time right because Corey doesn't mind guests right so he we can't he's like yeah let's go work out and i thought he meant like la fitness or you know lifetime fitness because i told him like i can get us free passes go to la whenever you want to and he's like no let's go to Corey's garage i'm like did Corey remake his garage in the gym and he did he, he has a lot of nice equipment in there and so like i started working out half an hour before uh julian keep in mind i have my airpods in right i have my airpods in i got my own music playing i'm chilling i'm cool right Julian comes out with a big ass speaker. <laughs> and keep in mind, this is nine o'clock at night, right? Big ass speaker playing the, the most hippity hop music. puts it right, puts it right uh, in the middle of like he's a he's a he's a deep freezer or something like that. Hit a shelf and he put it on there. So I was playing music a lot, which is cool. Which, you know, it's whatever. And then he's like, "Man, it's hot in here. Let's open up the garage." Oh and goodness, <laughs> Corey, he, he's a black man lives in all white neighborhood. And it's like nine o'clock, nine thirty at night. Blessing <laughs> the music, explicit <laughs> sound in the world. And he was in a cul-de-sac too. Jeez, and man. so when his other hosts, uh, Billy and Martin, pulled up, Billy's like, "What the hell, y'all Negroes doing in here playing this loud music?" So he goes upstairs, tells tells Corey, and then Martin pulls up. He records us. I think Martin's just playing around with us. Now he records us to go show Corey. Look, these Negroes down here doing. And so he calls Julian. He's like. He's like, turn that goddamn music down <laughs> in a white neighborhood. He couldn't hear it from his house? No, he, yeah, he, when he's prepping the show, he has his headphones on, so he couldn't hear when he's about to so prep they, his show. They're recording? They're about to start recording. Oh my goodness. And then we're down there <laughs> oh causing a ruckus. Oh my goodness. So Julia got yelled at, I was like, listen, that wasn't my idea. No, my AirPods. Banned from the premises. <laughs> neighborhood Watch was on y'all. Yeah, <laughs> the cops are on the way. <laughs> that's, a, that's a joke they said. They said the FBI about to pull over right now. <laughs> but that was fun, though. I mean, it was, outside of that, what else we do? We, um, we did something. We went to the. Uh, we went to that, <laughs> something we went to that social well, media art show. That social media art. Exhibit. Yeah, there was like a 
like a really interactive art exhibit. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to the Rage Room. With the Rage Room. They go karts. some stuff. They go karts. We had a boat tour. Um, and then we just bar hopped. We went out, man. We went to 6th Street. Those we, uh, was when it got dangerous. That's like, when we, oh boy. During the day, we were cool. We were yeah. Vibing, we were chilling. Upstanding young men. At a, night? Yeah. <laughs> Not so much. Nah, I was cool. Yeah, y'all was the one wilding. Yeah, man. So, I don't know. I feel like Pat was wilding too, but I, I can't remember. So. Yeah. <laughs> because Friday, the first night, maybe. Because but the first night Thursday was ridiculous. Actually, no. I was like, I was never too drunk. Like I always mm-hmm. knew like where I where I was and what I was doing. That's good. But <laughs> that's, that's good. There's, there's a bar set there. Okay. Uh, other than that, I mean, like y'all just kind of disappeared. Like I remember the first night. Where, I don't know where we went on Sixth Street. But wherever that bar was where uh, Ray performed, mm. at one point I was just chilling in Empire. a in a chair. By yourself? I, I was just t- no, I mean I saw everybody in front of me. Okay. But like you had disappeared and like Brendan and uh Jordan were in front of me. Okay. And Aaron. But I had no idea where you two were at all. So not at all. I don't know either. Yeah, so Thursday, I mean, because Thursday, uh so our buddy Ray Tone Royal, he's a rapper down in Austin. He uh he was performing at a at a venue. And so we wanted to go show him. Uh Marcos. Marcos showed us around some of the bars in Sixth Street. The minute we took shots, yeah, that's, that, that that's always downhill. when it goes downhill. The minute it went downhill, those, they all hit you at one time. Yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and <laughs> at night we got a little bit of rowdy because it was cool. Like during the daytime, like during the art exhibit, we did a little 3D space thing. Yeah, um, a lot of the 3D art. Some of that stuff was pretty cool. I'm not yeah. gonna lie to you. And then um, I think uh, Brennan, Brennan, and Aaron cheated on go karts. I don't know what they did, <laughs> but they somehow had the fastest cars. There's no way because they were turning corners like no other. I'm like, all right, these niggas are kind of cheating. I don't know if they paid extra. For some extra CC and they and they cart or whatnot, I but no. I got last both times. So yeah, yeah, I I, I was yeah, I aimed for last because I wasn't gonna win. So I was like, you know what? At least I can lose. Yeah. and know that I lost on purpose. I got lapped super easy. I but won no. that way. Dignity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, nah, he just lost. <laughs> it was dignity. <laughs> and my dignity left yeah. too. We all collectively suck at axe throwing. No, I was I'm cool. I was nah, messing that. Their side. No, was like, he was I the was only like, one was that was side. actually yeah. getting us points. I have no idea. I just couldn't. Him well. You weren't the first one taking me to that one either. Well, I taught you well. <laughs> you, I don't know. You taught me how. <laughs> and then you might um, help out along the way, I guess. I actually kind of hurt my finger when we were axling. It's healing up now, but like I uh, not axling, but I hurt my finger when we were doing the, the rage room. She didn't wear the gloves, man. She yeah. didn't give me no gloves, and so like I you just got, you got to give me. You had to reach for them. I did. I didn't know that. I just took the sledge and started going at it. Should have stopped and like went and grabbed some. No, I was I was too busy raging. It's the rage room. It's like the smash room. So you go in there and just mm-hmm. they gave you like plates and vases yeah. and then okay. sledgehammers and you just kind of throw like stuff. wine glasses, beer bottles. It was pretty fun. He brought a TV and a printer. Yeah, I, I really so the printer was for just for me. Everybody else had the TV. I was like, I'm gonna break this printer. I was like, I had, <laughs> give me you give me a sledgehammer, I get to break some shit. I was like, <laughs> Walt got scared. He's like, Whoa, <laughs> hold on, now. You gotta back up. Back he, up. He was gonna go crazy. I, was, I, I didn't realize sleep. they were gonna let us all do it at the same time in this yeah. small room. I was like, this yeah. seems a little bit dangerous. Yeah. yeah, but I'm here for it. Right. Just glass. It was. Yeah. They gave us some protective eye gear. We had, mm-hmm. we had like, we had like, some, like overall covering yeah. on. So we had like a little bit of protective up. gear. Except but for the most ankle, part. Except our ankles. Our ankles were, were a little <laughs> exposed. <laughs> My ankles were exposed. I was, I was flooding out there. Yeah. We yeah. had some glass pieces in our shoes. But yeah. it was fine. Yeah, that's cool. The only, the only person that liked it almost as much as I did was Jordan. Because Jordan had had that TV. He, he had a, yeah. he kinda, he had a, I was like, Jordan, get it out. He was in there playing baseball with the TV, with the crowbar. That was fun though. That was dope. It was man. a good trip. Man. I almost threw up on the boat. I'm not gonna lie to you, because on that yeah. dock I was I was woozy. I was. Woo. I think everybody threw up that weekend though. No, I know. I, I knew. Oh wait, yeah. I probably did somewhere. Like the first night it was just me. <laughs> the second day was only y'all. 
second day was crazy. Nah, it just like, kept getting crazy. That second day, I don't know where we were at that rooftop bar. I don't know what it was called. But in the domain? Yeah. Yeah, the domain. It was I, like it was like two rooftops. And then out of nowhere, you walk you walk through this door, it's a nightclub. Yeah, it's like what? <laughs> and it was just like the big I was like, I don't understand where we are right now. Yeah, I told like, y'all. How did this I told y'all how did they fit all this <laughs> yeah, up here? It was, like one place. <laughs> it was amazing though, the parts that I remember. Yeah. <laughs> What's weird is it's you like keep I, saying that the parts that he was, I genuinely he was like, not there at all the whole weekend. Aww. They kept giving me too many shots. I blame them. I didn't give yeah. you any shots. <laughs> I blame them. Except, except I, I, didn't pull my, it, I pulled my wallet out just to show my ID to get in, but I never bad. paid for anything. And, and, well, which is the way it's supposed to be. But right. speaking it of, it was paying, hard to like moderate. <laughs> speaking of paying for shit, let me tell you how bottle services is fucking scam. Yeah, so like I, I uh, do because I want to make I want to make you feel sounds, special. And yeah. I was like, oh, they, all the cute girls Sorry. come out. They got little you know sparklers and your own bottle, and they got to sign everything like that. And and they did that. And but and I have my. <laughs> I have <laughs> remember it. I have a card out. I have a card out, and I asked him like, "How much is it?" And I think I can remember it was Brennan or somebody else next to me. I think it was Brennan, and uh, they're like six hundred dollars. I'm like, Brennan, I don't know if I should do this. And before I could take my car back, she already grabbed it and she was gone. I was, hey. I was like, "Wait, can I consider not paying for it? Take the bottle back. I don't want." It. I was like, "Take the bottle can back. Can we return this at all? Yeah, your return policy. I bring, I bring my own bottle. Yeah, <laughs> and it was some gray goose bullshit. And I was like, "Ah, oh, this is a forty dollar bottle for six hundred dollars just to have hey, some girls it's come the out experience." That you won't remember. So that's. Uh, <laughs> I remember. Nah, I really remember don't. Not damn truly, shit. No, you I don't because do he, he threw up on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> almost threw it up. Do you remember that? A, we were in a Tesla. Oh, shit. I fuck. I almost did that too. I almost threw up somewhere. One of those cars. First of all, I wore. I wore you threw up in it? No, no. I, I, I he better it. not have because I paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was not paying that cleaning fee. But like, so I, I uh, we had an Uber to get home. At first, it was only four of us because like the other three were just lost. So we were like, all right, yep. no, well, no, other two, two. Other two. So uh, Eli and uh, Aaron. Aaron were just lost. So I was like, yo, I don't care where they are right now. We going home. <laughs> you spot the leak. <laughs> yo, they grown men. They got it. They going to let me die. <laughs> yo, I was texting y'all. I'm like, hey, we leaving. Where y'all at? And then we same thing back. I was like, all right, cool. I'm ordering this, ordering this Uber. Y'all stay here. So the Uber came. It was a Tesla. So everybody got in. Then Aaron's like, I'm on my way. So we see Aaron running down the street. <laughs> so Aaron gets in. So I'm last to get in. I'm like, oh, it's all full now. So I'm in the back seat on on their laps, just laid out. <laughs> Brennan's like six six. He's in the front seat. Yeah. So I'm so they're all in the back seat. I'm laying across the back seat, and then we're driving. And Walt's like, "I'm not gonna make it." And the guy's like, "If, if you open the car, it's a." I think the cleaning fee was like two hundred fifty dollars. Woo. So he was like, "I was like, hey Walt, I'm not paying that. So if you got to throw up, man, let him know so we can stop." So we stop on the side of the highway. Walt gets out. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that part. That was awful. Destroys his parents in the process. It, I don't know. I remember that. <laughs> he had on he had on like he had on like just like white shorts. And oh, I remember that. Yeah. I don't know if he sat down on the grass or what happened. I must have <laughs> sat down and just started like Some contemplating mud. life or something. But the back of his parents just had mud all over. Him. <laughs> don't make you sober up more than throwing up, bro. You you'll have a moment of clarity. Like, what is going on? I'm just seeing cars. Driving down the highway, I'm like, like, oh yeah, because when you, cause when I you, just want to go home, because when you, cause when you black out, bro, when you black out and then you throw up, because you, you forget, because like all of a sudden when you throw up and you start like clarity starts hitting, you're like, oh, then the party's over. Where the fuck am I at? Like, hold on, <laughs> why <am> my stomach? <laughs> the funny thing was like, so that night, like they're like, I'm okay at this point because Walt kept spilling my drinks. So I'm I, sorry, I couldn't really get drunk. I apologize. So like, I would get a drink. So I like, have a lot of fun. <laughs> Eli, Eli brought the bottle. So mm-hmm. I would get a drink of that. I would get a drink. Then Walt was just jumping around. And he kept bumping into me and I would drop my drink. So I was. It happened more than once. It happened like two or three times. So 
I was just like, you know what? I just, I'm just not drinking right now, I guess. I'm so sorry, bro. <laughs> it was a sign. And so um, that next day, like, they're all, like, we're all just kind of, like, over it. So we wake up and we're like, yo, we got to get on a boat in, like, two hours. <laughs> okay, so y'all were drunk. Yeah. We were hungover. We were hungover. Hungover mm-hmm. and we, getting on a boat yeah. motion. Yeah. yeah. A lake. Yeah. Well, you we tried to cancel it. We well, tried to cancel it. He was like, no, nah, he can't. Like, not a good idea. The, the money's already gone. Yeah, he, <laughs> well, uh, you wouldn't let us cancel it, so we, we just had to go. And it, I mean, it was all right. We were okay for the most part. Well, well a key detail is that uh, they left me to die. So, like, oh. <laughs> no, you had friends that you were with, you were with your yes. friends. He was with his friends. They were, y'all were all in the Tesla. He was on the side of the road throwing up. He was with his friends. Yeah. We I was with I was with Corey and Julian. So, Corey, let me stay at his house that night. Because mm. I guess somehow Corey got he me knows, home. He knows in I don't know how it happened. I know like a lot of people in Austin. What Another weird thing is, I feel like I embarrassed myself for like another YouTube channel. So I don't know if you guys know the Angry Joe show, but mm-hmm. I ran into one of the, the hosts, uh, uh, smaller Joe or shorter or other Joe, whatever his name is. They all named Joe. There's two of the guys named Joe on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you ran into one of the Joes. Yeah, I ran into like because you'd be surprised like random YouTubers just pop up at the domain. And so I ran, I'm like, oh my god, I love your show, and I took pictures with him. After that, that's when the night was over for me. I forgot <laughs> I did all that. Corey somehow took me home, and I was like, I was like, Corey, I appreciate it. We crashed into your crib. Yeah, we all just wake up and like. Where is Eli? Uh, yeah. Dead. <laughs> like, well, I don't know in Eli a ditch. Is. In a ditch. I texted and called him. I'm like, wow, well, I hope he's all right. But he checked his location. He was like, yeah, he's still up north. I'm like, he must be at somebody. Yeah. Lost in a ditch. <laughs> kidnapped. Dismembered Bobby. In a basement somewhere. Oh. It makes it a great yeah. story, though. If like, you ever want to kidnap me, that's it was like now, the domain. It was like the hangover movies. Now it's like, I, yeah, it really was. was in my mind. Yeah, we made our own movie. Yeah. Well, nobody, Black hangover. Nobody ended up with a baby. Nobody got a tattoo. That's cool. You know what I mean? That would have been worse. That y'all know of. And that we know of, so yeah, thankfully. Nah, nah. <laughs> it did not happen. I thought about it for a second. I was like, we should get tattooed. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never doing that. A lion. Did anybody end up with a lion? A tiger. A tiger? No. no. There were no tigers in Austin. Uh, I don't no. think. Next time, though. Yeah, me being drunk, I would have fucked around and put my hand in his mouth or something. Shit, I found something stupid. <laughs> I would hope Glad there was no time. Yeah. Um, move on though. But now nah, that that boat stuff, man, them girls were not messing with us on the boat. Every every boat full of ladies we pass by, we try to wait. They're like, ah, they're like, nah, I ain't looking at y'all. I was bro. I was just trying to jump slide. That slide yeah. felt like a, a mile away, bro. <laughs> bro. Let me tell you, swimming in that lake, bro, that's hard as shit. That slide was a mile. That slide had to be from like right here to that pool, but it felt a mile away when I was in that water trying to get to it. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna make it. Never mind. It was a long few days. Yeah, because like I was trying to get like everybody's attention. I feel like when you when you on the when you're on the lake, mm-hmm. people know who's renting a like a little dinghy <laughs> party boat thing, sure. and everybody else got like a yacht with a grill yeah. and the speakers oh and God. parties. <laughs> and we look like some some broke Negroes out there because they were the girls were not <laughs> messing with us at all. I was like, I told buddy, I'm like, hey, you you dot with some of the ladies over there partying. He's like, nah, we can't do this. We just want to stay right here. And it was us vibing. And I was like, I waited for somebody. I'm like, yeah, hey, we hop on the slide. And it was cool with the two though. Yeah, man, hop on, get your little slide in. It was, it was dope. And then leave. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. exhausted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then leave. And then go home. I mean, I looked into some of those prices. Like the boat we booked was like seven hundred dollars. Yeah, for the pontoon. Mm-hmm. And then, like one of those yachts is like fifteen and up. You yeah, have, you big, like, you we're big, not doing that. You have a big group. It's cool, but like it was. Like yeah, you need us. like twenty. People. Thirty people to make it even yeah. worth it. Like we're not paying yeah. three hundred dollars a person just to right around the lake. And then the y'all want to go out on Saturday. Y'all like, you like you coming out? I'm like, yo, I'm be there. That, that, that was cool, actually. Nah. <laughs> that was probably the most chill night. We that had. was the only night where I was like bad. I felt, oh, for real? Like, I had to get up at 5 a.m. And like, mm. I had that taco in that bar. <laughs> and I put my head down. I was like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> 
we went, we went to this bar where Those like tacos were amazing. It was like this bar was like a lounge in the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you walk in the back, it's like a warehouse. Yeah, and this just opens up, and, and it's, it's just like, like a dance floor, and yeah. it's like two hundred people back there. Yeah, dancing. no, nice. It's like a stage and a balcony. I'm like, how did they get this <laughs> in this building? <laughs> I'm kind of sad I missed that. I don't bit. understand. <laughs> So Pat, from my perspective, understand you, when I when I woke up, right? You're passed out on the couch. All of a sudden, I hear some chick in the other room talking. That was Aaron. And I'm like, who's this girl that ran me in the crib? And y'all talking about uh, some some explicit nonsense. I'm like, all I see is that was Aaron's friend. That was Aaron's friend. Okay, all I saw was I woke up at five a.m. She listen, was still there. Listen, I was listen, like, listen. why is she still here? And I, and I hope and I hope your fiance don't listen to this episode. All I saw was Aaron, this white girl, and Walt in the same bed. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be back in the other room. <laughs> I don't know what y'all got going. That was his friend that he found in Austin. <laughs> Bro. That he didn't know lived there. Mm-hmm. And she was messed up. Obviously. So, <laughs> so he so, took her, he got her an Uber and she she went home. Did she go home but in the morning, right? The next day? Yeah. Because I, I had to get up at 5 a.m. to get to the airport. I was like, who is, who is talking that? upstairs? Like, why is she still <laughs> right. up? Yeah, <laughs> it's 5 a.m. Yeah. So you got to understand from my, from my perspective, from my point of view, right? I know Walt, like, Specifically said, no strippers. And then I wake up and I see him with, with another chicken Aaron in the bed. I'm just like, damn, everybody give you the best gift ever, Mr. Bachelor. All right, you have nah, at it. It was not. I said, like that's, that at a, that's what from what I saw. Yeah. From your y'all literally were talking I'm sure about because she was talking about dick length the entire time in the bed. And then I walk out and y'all in the bed. I'm like, whoa, Bro, what's going was, on? I don't know I what like, she was going on about. Like she was like really gone. And that night, I came back on that couch. I, I slept with my shoes and my pants on still. Like, I, I felt like I was on that couch. Just like, Do you remember hanging out with her? Yeah, I remember her. She, she her took beach. us to all the bars. Okay. Yeah. Did she have any cute friends? They left early. Damn, night. bro. I should have been there. They would have stayed for me. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Oh. 100%. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> but uh, uh, we, oh, can, we, we should move on. We though. can move on. Uh, real quick, man. Uh, Pat did oh, my the, goodness. the near impossible. I'm him. I'm Hemothy. I didn't believe in him. Him Jones. You gotta tell us about Hemi Turner. You gotta tell Hemi us Neutron. how you ran the Boston Marathon in like 30 minutes, bro. How'd you do it? Uh, you know, I just <laughs> hopped in a taxi cab and say, "Hey, take, oh, me, take right? me to the street right here." <laughs> <laughs> he cheated. Okay. Uh, no, nah, today was the Indy Mini, the Mini Marathon in downtown Indianapolis, and I set this goal back in I think November. I was like, you know what? I'm about to run this Mini Marathon. I didn't May. believe you. I ain't gonna hold you, man. Yeah, well, I was like, I didn't believe myself at first. <laughs> Yeah, there was times where I was like, oh, I ain't doing this. Never mind. Like, what am I doing? But I had already paid for it, and I was like, oh, uh, yeah, you gotta do it now. And it was about like uh, the end of February, and like my training schedule was supposed to start like uh, early February, mm-hmm. and I wasn't running consistently. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know if this is gonna happen or not. So I didn't like start training until like early April, the end of February. And then today was a day, so I was like, all right, it's time to go get it, I guess. <laughs> so I started. Um, it was around like seven fifty. I didn't get there till like seven forty, mm-hmm. and like they were already starting to go. The it was crowded. I was like, I'm kind of late, so I, I got there. I got a little stretch in, and then I got in, I got in like my little wave, and we just walked to the front. Then once I once I passed, I started going, and um, I ran the whole thing for the most part. I think the only time I actually like walked was when I was like they had like every like mile and a half it was either water or Gatorade. Mm-hmm. So while I was drinking that, I walked, but that was only like maybe thirty seconds. And then yeah. I was back, I was back to running. Wow, and then I walked in the speedway a little bit to take a video in the speedway because that's cool to be in. Right? Yeah, that's pretty like, nice. And that speedway is huge. Like <laughs> it looks, it looks kind of small when the, when the cars are going two hundred miles per hour yeah. around it. But that's two and a half miles in that speedway, and it was. Wow. It was I feel like I was in it forever. So, Jesus, but that's I, pretty amazing. Though. I ended up running it in uh, two hours, twenty minutes, and twenty seconds. Good for you, man. I'm proud of you for sure. My goal. 
my goal was two hours thirty minutes. So wow, I didn't, I got that. I and like I remember like passing the pacer that was two hours thirty minutes. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm about to pass her. So it's cake. Yeah, <laughs> cakewalk. So after the speedway. Um, you passed mile marker nine, mm-hmm. and at that point, I had like these like Gatorade chews, so I I, I, I I ate those, and I turned on J Cole's the off season. Just got to go, and on. I just I was just gone. <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to meet me at the finish line because she's at TF. She flew in this morning. Yeah, yeah. and I I was just like I'm sorry I can't wait. I was just like I was just and zooming I kept through. Trying it. to text him, tell him slow down. <laughs> I could I have uh, the app where you can I can you can track the location. runners. Yeah. And uh, and I'm like he's gonna I'm on the plane I'm getting off we landed and I'm getting off the plane and I'm like Patrick slow down so I can get to the finish line and he's like I gotta go I gotta go, gotta go Mom. yeah no nah, at that point I was just like I'm I was like I'm done I gotta, I did you this. reach that like euphoria those last four miles yeah, yeah I was I like like I was running the whole time but those last four miles like I was like. I was striding, yeah, like runners high, like that's going awesome. in between people. I was like going, moving. That's amazing. Did you die like at the end though? No, like I, I felt out? I felt fine at the end. I was like, I, I got to the finish line. I was like, oh, all right, I'm good still. Like, wow. I got I got a little banana, some some more Gatorade. I just like sat there and waited for them. Did you ring the bell? Did they have the bell? I didn't see a bell. Oh, okay. They, they might they may have, but at that point, like I, when, I, when I crossed, I was just looking straight. I was just like, I'm just I don't know what to do right now. Like, <laughs> No, did you? Uh, the medals in the car. Yeah, the medals. Medals. Did you wear it like the rest of the day, like I did when I ran the five k last year? <laughs> I went to every little restaurant with that medal on. You see, like, you see it? You see it? Yeah, yeah. I ran three it's miles. In my, it's you know me. It's taking up in my car though right now. That's that's awesome. You gonna man. do it again next year? Uh, I think so. She said she. I'm gonna do it with them. You do it with them? All right. We'll tell you what. If Walt does it, I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> but like I told her though, like if I do it again though, I want to. I do it in like a, a faster time though. Oh yeah. So. No. Like, yeah. I don't know how fast I can run it, but that sounds awful. I mean, it was only, I think it was like a 10 and a half uh, minute mile. All right. The winner, the dude in our first place, mm-hmm. ran it in one hour, one minute. There's no way. Huh? He, had he a, sprinting? He had a four minute, 21 second mile the whole time. Damn, my best crazy. mile was like six minutes. That's insane. <laughs> nah, this man was. This <laughs> that's man crazy. Was, man, chopping like, air. He that's did a like six miles before I even started. Wow, bro. That's that's pretty wild. Bro, he, he had on some moon shoes or something. He's been bro. training his entire life. But like, the, the, but like the, the top people though had all the same time though. They was all around that time. Like, okay. like they just all had that. And I was Pushing like, each other. Yeah, that's, that's just ridiculous. That's cool. They did probably, you know that this like this is like a qualifying race? Yeah, it's like a um, it's like part of like, like the national race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Cause like you couldn't have certain things on there on the course, or like you just you couldn't run anymore. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Dang, bro. How much they weigh? Like 120 pounds? I don't know. I wasn't there when they started. No, I was I gotta be. Dude, they they gotta be they like flying like 90 pounds. I think, I think he was from you sure it wasn't a cheetah? He was, he's from, he's from, he's from Pennsylvania. <laughs> Whoever it was. He ran from Pennsylvania. <laughs> he, was from, he, was, <laughs> he ran from Pennsylvania. He had to warm up. Oh, that's crazy. He ran from Pennsylvania to warm up. That's crazy. Well, good for you, man. But uh, yeah, so I think. Overall, there was supposed to be twenty thousand people in there. Fourteen thousand people finished, and I finished. Uh, it was six thousand six hundred and I think. Wow, nice man. That's a good place. Yeah, man. Good yeah. for you. I'm cool. I finished that. I was like, all right, I'm done. I was like, Bet. I'm done running for a while too. I don't, I don't know what to do. Anymore. <laughs> uh, I've reached my goals. All right, yeah, that, that was my, that was my goal for. Just gotta keep going, man. When I can do something else like bodybuilding, I can start bodybuilding with me. I, I need to start working out more. I need to start lifting the weights again because yeah. I, I stopped doing that. I'm not about to bodybuild though. Nah, man, get some muscle on you, man. I'm cool with my, with my lean build. I, just, I like working out, but I'm not about to get. Nah, man, we might be some puffy boys out here. You ready? I like bulking up. I like the way like the way my clothes fit on me now. I ain't trying to buy a new whole new wardrobe. <laughs> you gotta have the you gotta have the tight sleeves. Come on, it's the best uh, best aesthetic ever. I just I just dry my shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, if, if Walt does it next year, I'll do it. I'll do it too. 
Uh, hey, you better, you better I, I, commit. I'm, I'm really thinking about it. If you commit, like, if he commit. can do it. At this point, like. If Pat can do it, I'm just playing. <laughs> I mean, like, I thought it'd be harder than it was. Like, cause like around like mile five or mile three or four or five, mm-hmm. like my feet were just numb. Yeah. Like, oh, really? Like my feet were numb. Like I was just like, I don't know if I'm being finished or not. Yeah. Then like, I like loosened my shoes a little bit and I kept running and I was like, this isn't going away. And out of nowhere, it just went away. I was like, all right, I'm cool. I guess. They say around like mile eight or something like that. You're you're pretty much good. Like if you can get that far, I told you, you're yeah. set. Like uh, mile eight was in the racetrack. Then once you once you exit the racetrack, you kept going. You hit mile nine. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm good now. I was like, yeah, I'm almost there. Yeah. I was like, I'm done. That's nice, man. Well, you ain't telling he he destroyed all the the feeling, the nerves in his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my knee is killing me right now. I will say that. Uh, you just gotta get a brace on there or some ice or something. Yeah, I'll be all right. But no, nah, I, I thought I'd be a little more tired than I am. But I'm actually. Making it through the day. So. Well, speaking of that, man, I want to run into some shout outs. So I also want to shout out my buddy Grant. Grant's been on the show before. He also ran the marathon. So, um, I saw, yeah, I saw Grant on his Instagram. He posted himself running the nice. marathon. And um, also my uh, my little sister, she graduated from IU today uh, in Bloomington. That's amazing. I was going to go, but my mom didn't, my mom didn't, you know, hit me up back up. I was going to have her pick me up, but she never like, you know, moms do. They don't answer the phone when you need them, right? Uh, she answered the phone. <laughs> so I got it. No, yeah. Well, you just throwing shots, bro. Yeah. That's yeah. a whole mom on bro, the Bro, listen, listen. Bro. Nah, man, listen. Bro, <laughs> I, I put my mom on my. <laughs> I put my mom on my phone playing. I got her a brand new expensive phone. She still don't answer. And I'm like, all right, come on. <laughs> got cut off. <laughs> And so uh, I just text, I texted my sister, congratulations, because um, my car was not going to make it all the way to Bloomington and back. I wasn't going to do that. Uh, it's, a, it's a little bit of a drive. It's a way, it's a huge drive. But, uh, you know, uh, her dad was there. You know, my mom showed out over there for, uh, she bas- she graduated a bachelor's in biotechnology. Wow. So that sounds what, whatever she's doing, man, you make sure that technology that is biological. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever she feel like doing, man, you know, certain, you know she's going she's gonna to wrap it up. She graduated at 20 years old. What? Yeah, she, my mom. My mom put her in school early. My mom. My mom. The most gangster thing in the world. She's lied about her age. Oh wow! And then elementary school and preschool. Yeah, she, my mom put her in school at four years old. Really? So she got into school very, very early. She was. She was always. So she graduated high school at twenty. Or no, she graduated high school at sixteen. My bad. She graduated high school at sixteen. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, age twenty. Yeah, she. Uh, she graduated high school at sixteen. She graduated college at twenty. My mom just threw her in school early, so she just got an early head start on everybody about two years. So she's like, very interesting. Like, yeah, with her friends and everything, did she always feel like she was like one oh, percent a little left out a little bit? Or no, I wouldn't say left out, but you know, she had her own friend group. She too. said the earlier you start school, the earlier you're at my house. <laughs> and that's basically kind of how it went down, bro. Because it's my mom's. It's my mom's last child to graduate from, uh, from or go to college, right? Yeah. Her her seventh child, her baby girl. And I know by the time she was done with me, she's like, I'm just gonna get all y'all little nigglets out the house. <laughs> all, all y'all gonna go <laughs> and live your own life. So well, that's good, um, shout good out to her. her. Yeah. Shout out to her. Shout out to all the graduates. I know Ball State had a couple of graduates going on today mm-hmm. and for the rest of the week. Um, a I did. Yeah. Yeah. I had some friends graduate I had some friends that graduated yesterday. My cousin graduated today. Yeah. Shout out to all of them. Shout out to Sky Jane. I like this time of year. It's fun. It's a yeah. lot of good good vibes in the air. Nah, yeah. I don't like it. It's too much traffic. That's and you never lie. Um, <laughs> Other than the the allergy season, yeah, I'm, I'm done with that. Yeah, and I feel that. But for the most part, when it comes to I graduation think, I think season, um, I I hope all these graduates can find a career. Yeah, yeah. I uh, it's one of those things where you hope they all can find a career that they like and they you know they follow their dreams and things like that. So yeah. Uh, last couple quick shout outs. Um, I want to say congratulations and shout out to the Crash Dummies podcast. Uh, Pat and Mike, they hit their 100th episode on their show. Nice. And they, they've been doing very successful for themselves. You know what I mean? Like they've been going viral all over social media. Their show's been taking off. They're being very, very successful. They've 
reached like well over 30,000 subscribers on YouTube. I think it's like half a million followers on TikTok. So I just want to, you know, they, they showed us some love. I want to show them some love. So congratulations to you guys. Yeah, um, man. Of course. Yeah. You know, shows are always successful. You have one pat on the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> you just need, <laughs> just one. need one. That's the quota. That's, That's the nice. quota. Um, shout out to the Normies. The Normies, they hosted a trivia night for May the 4th for Star Wars, you know, Celebration Day at North Mass Boulder. So they had a huge turnout. They give away prizes. They had a, one of the winning t- uh, prizes was uh, tickets to Comic-Con. And so that was pretty. That was pretty awesome for them to do. So yeah, that's, they. Uh, that's pretty awesome. They hosted the trivia event, man. I wish that I would have gone to. Too, wasn't yeah. yeah, they had Comic Con going down downtown mm-hmm. yeah, today. Wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, they always switch up the spot. So yeah, shout out to everybody. Um, you know, it's a really good. May's been better as far as weather goes. So you know, all yeah, it's, it's kids are outside. Enough. People are living their lives, and it's it's nice to kind of get back to back to living. We're we're three years out from COVID. People can live peacefully. Weather's getting a little bit better. I suffered that one day it hailed out of nowhere. What was that about? I don't know. No, I, I didn't get none of that. You didn't see that? It, it was crazy. It rained up in Muncie, but we didn't get no hail. Yeah, we got hail. It just started hailing out of nowhere. I, I was started like, going what up. is that? <laughs> I don't that's, understand. That's May for you. It's, it's May. It's very strange. We got some We got some birthdays coming up here soon, and we got, uh, got a wedding to go to here soon. So it's going to yeah. be, be a long four weeks. But uh, who wants to tell me about this this Jack Harlow album? Um, I was the, it's a weird name. So it's it's like twenty five minutes long. Yeah, it's, okay. it's like ten songs maybe. Mm-hmm. No features. And they're like two minutes long each song. It's a very mm-hmm. quick listen. Okay. The, the first couple songs are very quick. Mm-hmm. I was okay. Like, oh, okay. At the end, they got a little more like full songs. Okay. Yeah. The albums is the album's name is Jack Man. And let me ask you guys this: Was he jacking around in the song? <laughs> I. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed this project. No, nah, this was this album was really really good. It was a lot better than his last one. Yeah, I it's mean, not, he packed so much in this small amount of time, and uh, he yeah. didn't mess around at all. It was like a, it was like an old Jack Harlow album. Yeah, he didn't have no, like his old stuff. He didn't have no cringy bars in there, did he? Not that I heard. Okay, uh, gang, gang, gang. That whole song was kind of cringy. Yeah, like that one. <laughs> that whole song. He was talking about his friends from, nah, from Kentucky. I, I get, but he was gay. I get, the, I get like the the message in the song and what he's talking about, but like, like coming from him, like it's a, it's a wild song. <laughs> like, yeah. why, why are you hang out with them? I man? didn't save it. <laughs> why, do you, why you keep hanging out with them? Like, I don't understand. Like, this is weird. I mean, nothing's worse than that one song. He said, "He said, sweet." Sweet, no, sweet yeah, scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that was, he was wild on that one. I was like, "What is Jack it's doing?" Not, it's not worse than that. Dude. No, this this isn't like this isn't like the poppy music that he had okay. on his last album. Yeah, like that. it's not commercial, and it was also honestly like a surprise drop too. Yeah, it was. Like he didn't have any singles. He yeah, there's no marketing behind. Just put this. it out. Yeah, and that I thought that was kind of cool. So, I think he really like bunkered down and like made some yeah. pretty pretty good music. Yeah, yeah, man, I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Bet uh, Miguel had a single drop. Give it to me. Yeah, uh, give it to me. Yes. yes. Yeah. How was it? Uh, I was surprised about the drop because Miguel hasn't dropped music in like years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I did like the song though. Uh, I saved it. Uh, I thought it was really, really good for. I thought it kept getting better as you listen. Yeah, yeah. And uh, to hear him come back like this, I was like, all right, let's see what he has. This is a single. Mm-hmm. Maybe this album coming soon. But I thought it was a really good uh, for a start to come back to. Yeah, I was nervous. You know, it has been a while, and I like Miguel a lot. Um, that last album wasn't wasn't the greatest. Yeah, exactly. And the song started, I was like, okay, you know, it's regular Miguel. And then those guitars came in. Yeah, I was like, that's oh, when I was like, yeah, all right. wait a second. This, yeah. is, this is nice. So, yeah, I, I recommend this one. It's pretty, okay. it's actually really good. Uh, on the subject of music, I do want to say, I think uh, some artists are going forward with uh, licensing their voices with this whole AI thing going on right now because AI Drake's been dropping songs. Now, I will admit, <laughs> some of these songs weren't as good as the first initial one. Some are okay, but like, I think too many people are trying to attempt to make AI music right now. Juice World's had a couple that come out. 
um, X Excitation, a couple songs that came out. A lot of what's his name? Uh, Ace, not ASAP Rocky. Who am I thinking about? Pop right? Smoke. Pop Smoke had a couple songs come out, and then um, Old Buddy, whose name I forgot again. But yeah, so a couple of other some songs come out. They're just not hitting. So the creativity ain't there. There's people just trying to like churn them out for uh, for clicks right now. So it's kind of getting a bit oversaturated. Mm-hmm. So, but um, as far as songs of the week goes, Walt, do you want to? Uh, oh yeah, pop us off. It's crazy. We're already at songs of the week. Yeah, uh, we used to have more music to cover, but I mean, uh, it's I mean a few things came out, but yeah, there's nothing we talk about. The, the baby dropped a little EP. You listen to it? No. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not at all. I don't, um, I'm done listening to the baby. I mean, Sharon, you, you know what it sounds like. Ed Sheeran dropped uh, Dervan Jones. If you know who that is, he had an album come out. Wait, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, album come out. Right, I'm gonna check that out. That's a must listen. Okay. I think um, Q had an album come out, but it was like mostly his EP and some other songs. I think I saw that too. Other than that, uh, there wasn't much that came out this week. IDK dropped something. I gotta check that out too. There's a few things I want to go back to, but it wasn't. I I didn't hear any of this yet. Though. I heard the Duran Jones album a little bit, but not much. But I was too busy like trying to focus on the race. And yeah, stuff you was like getting that. your mind right, you know. You <laughs> so I wasn't listening to anything new music. Okay, well, uh, for my song of the week, I'm going with my song. <laughs> so I wrote this song. I don't know if you know, but I make music as well. I'm a singer, songwriter, and mostly R&B. But this one, so it's like I alternative. Guys, yeah. guys do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we try to keep ourselves busy. Yeah. Um, you got to see him live perform sometime. He'll forget the words. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he'll forget the words. <laughs> hey, I can never let that I go. I have a few songs, and sometimes, like, like I don't perform often. So <laughs> you, <laughs> you have to remember every word. And like that's kind of hard to do. Like yeah, that's actually like, and I wrote it, but like I don't listen to it every day. So it's like, wait, I forgot about this. No, song. I love teaching him because I guess it was it was, it was, it was a couple months. It was like last year. It was like year. Halloween. It was like Halloween last year. And that so like years, he it was two years ago. But this is a song. I think the song you wrote like a while ago. They performed. I forgot. And when I tell you, this man, I was of, just like. Instead of pretending that he knew the words, because <laughs> it's this, a good song, so right? How do we know? You gotta be like, hey, put your hands up. But it was like a song that I, I collaborated with someone with, right? And we just, it was just something we did, and we put it out, and we never thought about it again. And then she was like, we should, re- we should perform this, and I was like, I don't even remember this. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, like, it started to come to me. I was like, nah, I'm just gonna stand here and let the music play. Yeah, <laughs> Miss Taylor, when, when an artist forgets the words of their song, what do you think an artist might do, like when they're performing? Like, do you think like, you might start humming the words or whistling or something? Start, ju- start, something in there. Start jumping, jumping up and down, down and vibing, yeah, whatever. This nigga puts his head down, starts holding the mic, and just going like this. Oh. Yeah, I was just saying, you know, <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, he was, he was, I was like, like you know, he was feeling the music. He was feeling the music. He was feeling the music. He was like, oh, I feel this right now. Yeah, I was. It was I was building anticipation. So how did? Guys, figure out that he forgot the words. I, I, I didn't even. I just stopped there, singing. There was, I, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, yeah. There was I don't know. No, I was like, wait, okay. hold on. I know the next line, but this line, I don't remember writing this. <laughs> that line's not there at all. So you, you gave like, it this away. This don't sound like me. It was yeah. at least forty-five yeah, to sixty like, seconds of silence. It was not that long. And no, it was. Yeah, it was a long. It was not that this, long. I sort of. I have it on, was like I have it on video seconds, somewhere. But, I promise you, we'll find this. But it came back to me, and then you know, we, you know, you we just kept going. Yeah. Okay. It happens. Like if you watch a lot of live performances, people forget their rhymes. But it's but okay. They usually had like the backing, the backtracking behind. I mean, I did. So that's that's why because the backtrack was still going. Like 
Like I sing over the backtrack because I don't have like just the instrumental playing because mm -hmm. I, I get nervous. So yeah. if I, for some reason, start singing wrong, I'll just let it play. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. So I was like, oh, <laughs> oh wait, I remember this now. <laughs> start singing again. But like anyway, it. this song is called Having a Blast. And um, it's kind of like an alternative vibe to it. And I actually wrote this for my fiance. And it was just like uh, a fun thing that we did because um, we went to New York and we had a good time and it kind of like inspired me to write this so yeah here we go i do love this beat though I, I love song that you made oh, yeah because this this i mean the, the i'm like a lot of the uh the chorus is catchy it's catchy so <laughs> appreciate it man yeah it feels nostalgic yeah in a way i love it i like it thank you i appreciate it right, who's next uh hmm. <laughs> you don't know what you play i have like a whole playlist of songs i can i pick from you can play mine but uh i think i'm gonna go with tim atlas okay and this one's called unwind interesting hmm 
Classic. song you got for us me mm-hmm. i got you oh <laughs> that's the name the song is called, oh, oh okay the song is called i got you by sierra <laughs> okay all right oh. baby don't you cry mama's gonna love you all your life this song goes to all the pats out there in the world Mama's right there to the very end And if you're feeling down or weak 
Mama's gonna give you all the strength you need. There's nothing in this world that I wouldn't do for my little future. Cause I love you. Is that funny? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you can lose your faith, you can lose your mind, lose your grip, get stripped of your pride till you don't know how you're gonna stay alive. This world can throw you over the tracks. Sometimes your friends can stab you in the back. Sometimes you just break down when this life tries to break you. I'll protect you.
was beautiful. That was beautiful. That was lovely. Shout out to all the moms out there. That was nice. I like that. Song. Pat, don't forget she got you, okay? <laughs> That's right. She never lets me forget. Hey, that. hey, she got you. She got you. <laughs> See, if you'd have fell in during that race, she would have got you up. You know, you know, put a band aid on there. Mm. Some Neosporin, <laughs> but had you right. <laughs> How you gonna follow that up? Uh, some ignorant shit. That's what we're gonna do. Uh, <laughs> Definitely is. Let's get some some of that young that young thuggy up in here. Young thuggy. Young thuggy. Jeffrey. What song is it? Do you want to tell you what it is? Oh, it's bubbly. I love oh, it. Oh, from from the Drake album. Yeah, I, I love this song. Bro. Oh wait, no, 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 My career about to blast like bubbly. I'm not waiting for her to say she love me. I can tell she fuck with me, man. Trust me. I got a 10 year old mixed in like fuzzy. 325 on the dashboard. Riding the Porsche, rocking Tom Ford. I bought out Bernie's new Christian Dior. I took the jet to the New York store. She lit while I'm driving, I'm standing the floor. I took it out track, now I'm riding this boy. You stay in your feelings, you never my boy. I can't come to the hood, I pull a decoy. Another body dropped and they screaming my name. I'm going to LA on a private plane. Could never come back in my family straight. I'm touchable, no, but too rich or too paid. Skeleton. Cardiac black diamond space Pull up too deep like a fucking parade Old jealous ass niggas tryna fuck up my pay Black star aurora's culling in rain I put my gas in my wrist and my neck and my ears and my motherfucking chains This drip out the trenches, I know you gon' dig it I call through the motherfucker plane I cut up my wrist open wet and Coachella keep calling They won't see the fame I took her to China and changed up her climate And now she ain't talking the same Five nights up still popping in rage And the SBR still living the range I want her, she wanted the same And above same time, both glad that they came Baba can't keep it contained No, I keep me some dolls Always keep me in training Tad a logo on the back of my brain Don't ask me what the fuck am I thinking Back of these walls, I'm full of that drink Air came through with a little entertainment Air 29, got it looking like space Houston is a problem with me busting her faces I came with the snakes, no squid Straight up, I broke out the game with a 456 She loving the fest, I see it She loving the fest, yeah, I see it on her face And I'm loving that body and lace And I love you, little spider and jack Yeah, I know you got taste If you love yourself, take shots with me If I love you, I drop you up into a time and a place why sell a put a nigga six feet? I ain't begging when I tell a bitch, please. Me and Lil Thug on fleet. Now Lil Ho wanna meet. Hey, what, 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 what? Fuck on B. Over your life, not cheap. All me on boy 2T. Why I just hit my account? Never seen that I'm out. Oh God, I'm geek. Been on the charts for 500 weeks. So somebody love when I speak. Doing this shit just to show we get down in the six, man. It's bigger than me. Texas ran so big, that shit is perfect for the dipping. I don't care how wet I get her, she won't catch me. 325 on the dashboard, riding a Porsche, rocking Tom Ford, rocking the bed in the headboard. What, 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 what? Buying out Louis and Christian Dior. I took the jet to the New York store, park at the regular airport. You stay in your feelings, was never my boy. I don't see Drake Sparks part the best part. That's a nice little hype song. I like that. The way it ends. Like That's fire. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like a complete flip from how it starts. Exactly. <laughs> he did say, why sell put somebody six feet deep? Why this man's on, on a Rico case? They might use that in court. Exactly. All right, you guys well, take a break? Take a little Should breaky we? break? Break, 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 break. All right, we'll come back. Hey, we're back from the break. Okay, you guys ready to get some uh, some internet questions? Oh yeah! Now these internet questions. Oh yeah! This is these are more so questions that I formed for myself to you guys because like I saw some some pretty silly stuff on the uh, the internet this past couple weeks. Okay. 
So first thing, because I experienced this myself firsthand, and then I saw a TikTok, uh, TikTok, <laughs> a TikTok <laughs> skit about it. Um, so let me see here first. Should barbers, should barbershops still take walk-ins? No, I mean, you don't think so. That's that's up to the to the customer. If you want to sit there all day long and wait <laughs> yeah. and, and get passed up yeah. for twenty five times, I mean, not if they're gonna have an online service where you can schedule an appointment because mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. Like, but when are you supposed to squeeze them in? That's true. I mean, like, it's one of those things it's, where, like... If someone doesn't show up, hey, come on, you got, I got you I now. suppose. Yeah. But do you think, like, barbershops should be, like, only appoint, like appointments only, for, like, from now on? Because what kind of sucks is, like, you can't... Efficient. That's yeah. everything, everything else is appointment. Like, you got to make an appointment to go to the doctors. You got to yeah. make an appointment to go to the dentist. Like, why That's not? true. Why not but make one to go to the barbershop? It's easier to schedule your day out that way, too. Yeah, I just, I just know, like, because sometimes, man, like, it's hard to pick a, let's say you have a day off work. This happened to me, like, the other, you know, before the bachelor party, where I had an hour lunch break, but my days off were, like, Monday and Sunday with every single barbershop. They're closed Monday and Sundays. You know what I mean? I couldn't get those days swapped, but I wanted my haircut. And so I'm like, okay, I'm a, I drove to, like, three different barbershops on my hour lunch break to see, like, hey, who can give me the cut in the fastest? I even called ahead of time. And what's killing me is, uh, and, I, and I saw the skit do the same thing. It was like, the barbershop will have nobody in it. It'll be dead. Somebody's finishing up with a cut. Other guys kind of stand around, wait for the next appointment. Like, hey, you know, polite looking, they might kind of squeeze me in. I, I don't mind paying for like a walk-in fee or whatever, right? And they're like, yeah, man, we got an appointment coming in. I'm like, okay, what time's the appointment? It's like, okay, buddy said like, you know, three o'clock. I'm like, all right, it's two ten. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, ain't nobody in here. Like, you got a whole fifty minutes. Like, I just yeah, need like a quick lineup. You should definitely, you know. That if- I guess um, if you have time, it, yeah. it depends what time it is too. Because like if if you're, your cut interferes with the appointment, mm-hmm. and now I had an appointment, I had an appointment, now you in a chair. Yeah, I'm like yo, it's three o'clock. I'm supposed to be in that chair right now. I'm like I you got know I, I have things to do too. Right. So I guess it just depends on like like what time it is. But like, but gone on the gone on the days where like you can go to a walk in barbershop. You know what I mean? Like yeah, back in the day, you just like, walk in. Like high school, yeah. I, high school, we never made appointments. There was no yeah, appointments you to just make. Showed up, like hey yo, you just wait for six hours, but, <laughs> and eventually you get your haircut. Yeah, high school was also fifteen dollars. Like it's not yeah, fifteen dollars anymore. I used to go up the street in my neighborhood and get it for seven. Like we would just show up. Yeah, 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 yeah they would Asian, do a good job. Yeah, Asian too. lady. No, it was, this, it was like this old black dude that would just cut everybody's hair. Yeah, but. Um, I got a yeah, problem with it's that. It's over too. for that. That's yeah. probably what you're gonna get if you don't make an appointment now. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Is that that old guy <laughs> over there? Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he can, can get you it. in. Yeah, <laughs> come on in here. There's always, yeah, there's always like that, uh, like that dude in the corner. Like, I got you, I got you. Like, nah, <laughs> why, why ain't nobody in your chair? Yeah, that's weird. Right? Like, you don't have any appointments. <laughs> like, nobody's in your chair. Like, I don't know if I want to you to become my ear. I'm okay. <laughs> I remember I went to a barbershop with my friend like back in high school. Shout out to Kenneth. Um, he asked the barber, Are "You can push my hairline back." He asked him straight up. <laughs> like, hey. I asked too, because <laughs> like no one's in, no one's in dude's chair. He's like, hey, "You can push my hairline back." I just want to know. <laughs> he's, he's like, "No, nah, I got you. I got you." It's like, "All right, all right." You cool. do it. Nah, it was cool. It, it, it had a good haircut. You know, what, and I it, and like I asked the same thing because I don't I don't trust anybody outside of Dominic cut my hair. But like now that he's back in Muncie, I'm not driving 45 minutes to go get my hair cut. Uh, I'll um, be feeling awkward every time I go in that barbershop, bro. Really? Why? Because I don't go to Dominic no more. <laughs> Oh. He's back now, but um, it's one of those things. Like for Pat, for Pat, you and I, like the older we get, I feel like the more our hairline like starts to, like slowly kind of recede, like a little bit. Why, why, why you for me? Yeah, uh, damn, that's you, fucked up. Talk to you. Talk about yourself. That's crazy. Like, well, my thing is that like, like you, I'm hating. <laughs> like your hairline. I'm about to. Say, I'm I, actually, I actually need a cut. Like when this cut is cool. Like, hold on, bro. <laughs> I mean, about to say, you know, me all of a sudden. <laughs> Dang, why are you throwing shots for? I'm just glad it grazed past me. <laughs> <laughs> I was chilling over here sipping my drink. 
now, man, because I'm sick and tired of microfibers and paint. Because like one thing, uh, dude, don't buddy, to me. Now, nah, buddy, buddy, last before the bachelor party, buddy, uh, he put a like a little you know index card in front of my scalp. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, right, hold still. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, why are you putting this paint in my hair? He's like, oh, maybe it makes it a little more full. I'm like, they ain't gonna wash it out. He's like, oh, it will take like a couple wash for that to happen. I like it's all my you know my clothes and shit. Yeah. My shit black. I'm like, oh, it's just kind of lame. Stop I'd rather you push push my hairline back before you put that on. Me, bro. <laughs> just go ahead and push the whole thing back. Bro. You know what the right. fake hairline yeah. for the day, bro? Nah, I'm cool. Bro. For the day, for the day. That's the thing. Kill this room for the day, bro. Yeah. I'm going back to work. This ain't gonna help me the rest of the week. <laughs> it's, it's raining outside, bro. I'm That's cool. what I'm saying. This shit gonna melt here in 24 less than 24 hours. I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing basketball. You got, you got black sweat coming down me. Like, hey, bro, why your hairline melting? Imagine being on a date, bro. You just like your hairline start melting. <laughs> She's never talking to you again. You gotta ask the restaurant. Hey, keep oh, the AC at like sixty. <laughs> nah, I, I never got the pin on my hairline. I don't want the pin in the hairline, the beard, none of that. I'm yeah. cool with this patchy beard, messed yeah. up hairline receding. I'm cool, bro. I'm, I'm get aging. The, get the yeah, I'm aging. I'm not. I'm not. Hair, that shit hurts. Shaving it off. I, yeah, I would go nah, bald. I'm, I'm going bald if my hairline just gets nah. bad. I'm just. We get roasted yeah. out days. I mean, my whole family's bald. I'm, I'm cool. With it. yeah. It's happened eventually, so. Yeah, if yeah. your beard don't grow in full, you can't shave a head. That's the way it works. It's the rules. <laughs> I don't make the rules, but it's been the rules. <laughs> That's the rule. Nah, but like most of my family does have yeah, a beard. Though. Like if they're bald, they got beards. It, it, you it's can't crazy. be bald everywhere. <laughs> no, you can't be bald everywhere, bro. You gotta pick. No, yeah, yeah. Bald with beard. It's crazy though. Yeah, no, nah, bald with beard is fine, but like my yeah. beard is patchy though, so like I gotta make sure it, okay. it, it, it full it, it grows in first, and I can shave yeah. the hair off. So if you grow most of your twenties and like your your beard is kind of patchy, and all of a sudden your thirties, your beard start getting more full, like you you already know your hair is kind of migrating to your face. It's like you just gotta <laughs> it's just moving, bro. It's, it's moving down. down. It move location, bro. I'm, you gotta, okay. I'm okay with that. Like yeah. I just I've already accepted it. Like one day I'm probably like I have hair on my head. Yeah, man. I mean at, at some okay point I'm not taking that out. Yeah, at some point I'm my follicles. I didn't really have a choice. Yeah, at some point, my father was going to, they're going to find a new lease and just go from the hair to the, to the scalp. <laughs> <laughs> so we we're going to rent the face now. No. But no, nah, it's one of those things about barbershops, man. I hate the fact that they, uh, so barbershop skill has not like improved hugely over the last couple of years, right? But it's crazy that we mentioned like back in the day, it was $7 and then $15. And we thought 20 was cool at professional barbershops, but you still like go to someone's dorm and get a cut for like 10, 15. It was, it's, it's, it's crazy nowadays, like gimmicks. Or like the leaps and bounds in prices, because like nowadays haircuts are like costing forty to fifty dollars on uh, average, uh, and, I'll, and it's the same cut, same cut I passed since I was a kid to now. Like I don't understand. They're like, oh, hey, hot towel, massage, one one bar I go to, or one bar, uh, one barbershop I go to, they give you a beer or an, a nitro espresso. I am like, never free, going to those barbershops, and it's crazy to me. Like it's crazy how much they just try to throw in extra shit to be like, hey, we, you know, we up the price. I'm like, but the skills like you can keep the beer and the, and the hot towel and all that shit i mean the hot towel is kind of nice I'm not like, yeah. but like keep all that shit just make my cut 30 bucks you know yeah, i'll be i'll be feel special when like i get the uh, i get the regular cut same price he, he get the little razor out i'm like oh i need to pay for this yeah. like hold Ooh. on <laughs> all right appreciate that extras yeah. but nah i'm not like i mean like i guess it's one of those things where it's like if you don't like the price do it yourself yeah yeah, yeah, I will not be doing that. Yeah, I'm not, and I ain't touching my head. Like, nah, I'm not either. <laughs> what, what was that? That's how you really gonna push it back. <laughs> what was that? First grade? Like just, yes. I think I was in first grade. Oh, I, I cut a patch in my head. Right oh my goodness. Front. Playing with scissors. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I had an afro. And I, had Pat, a, I, had bro. A, I had to go bald. Pat, bro. <laughs> We've all been there. Bald baby. I've never been there. <laughs> we all, we all been, I've been there yeah, once. I was like, yeah, all right, I never did that again. I got suspended for cutting somebody else's hair in the middle of class. <laughs> you would do some shit like that. Yeah, I thought it was funny. <laughs> Somebody bet me. They was like, "I bet you won't take these scissors." 
and cut a chunk of her hair. It was a girl. I was like, give me that. How much? How no, much it was, was a snip. It was a girl. I had a handful of her hair in my girl. hand, and I was and I, ta- oh. I laughed. I was like, look at this, and she was not. She was not. She was happy. crying. I was like, oh, yes. what'd you bet though? Here you go. He got it back. This wasn't okay. Get <laughs> back to real hair. I was in like kindergarten. Did you bet anything though? No, he just said you should do it. I was like, some, all right. Some that's, that's said, quickest, okay. Some gummy bears. That's a quick way to get like anybody seven. to Seven. <laughs> At that point, anything, anything goes. Like, yeah. oh. They made me write her an apology letter, and then oh. I had to like and scribble, give it to her parents, and like I had to yeah. talk to her, and it was that's it crazy. Was, I felt bad. I was like, damn, I, I should have did that. <laughs> that's but cool. it was funny for that, like that five minutes. That was a that good time. Five minutes was hilarious. I got trouble nice. for five for five. I should have did that because no, like her hair. You know that, right? It's a pet hair. She's still traumatized. She's she probably keeps it short now. Yes, she probably does. Yo, shout out to her, man. I'm she sorry. got the, she got the Ellen fade. That's I apologize, <laughs> ruining your elementary. Dude, what's wild is is that like uh, what's that like? You, you can get anybody with the most criminal act if you just say you won't, and that's it. You won't do it. You won't. You won't. I ain't no bitch. <laughs> I bet. Why we cut this hair? You just all right, bet. It's it's the male ego is so fragile. It's <laughs> I got to the point now. I'm like, shit. I'm a bitch. I guess. Like, that's why it's fine. It is what it is. Right. It's I'm really not, not worth it. I'm gonna go over here. <laughs> I'm gonna go over here with my bitch self. All right. Uh, uh, here's here's a new thing. I'm gonna ask you guys. Which, so let's say you guys are like, you know, you're a short king, right? Let's say you're a five 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 four. Ew. There's a new there's a new surgery out. You guys wanna get Can't a relate. you guys gonna get a knee BBL or a knee L? A knee BBL. It's only like knee BBL. A knee BL? It's only like you grow like three inches, bro. Like I seen something that go like four to five. But you went from five five to five nine. Like you're still short. And that's but that's still some height though. You know what I mean? And the people are you doing could get this. some more conversations at five nine. But what what exactly is it? So Miss Taylor, basically what it is is that they they go they go there's surgery for your knees or for your for your legs. Well, they'll chop off. They'll, they'll literally cut your legs in half and somehow extend it with more bone or more or material in there to give you like four or five inches of height. And so you're yeah. kind of mutilating your legs to like increase your height a little bit more. But in about ten years, you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> yes, turn to dust. I mean, <laughs> this is ridiculous. You're gonna be running you one know, day. Yeah. Like, ten years. You're gonna be running one day. Like, right. Yeah, you got to go through physical therapy for like a couple of months until your body recovers. But the weird thing is, is that like it's not like your torso is 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 you know taller. <laughs> yeah, your your yeah. wingspan is still shorter. Weird, bro. Yeah, <laughs> weird. I ain't gonna lie. But if I'm on stilts, yeah. stilts from imaginary friends is how big you look. That's crazy. If I still play basketball, though, I might do that now. No. <laughs> I'll be like 16. Your knees going to shatter no. as soon as you come back down. Yeah, you could, they right. already bad. Exactly. I, I already got bad knees. <laughs> I feel like your center of gravity's off, and like, that'd be the most yeah. bizarre thing. It's going to look awkward. It. And wait till they find out that you <laughs> you made yourself taller. But what's crazy to me is that you invest. Because I'm, I'm, oh, I don't somebody's going to know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't come back. Like, you can't. You come can't. back on Tuesday taller. Like, yo. Right. Wait, what just happened? Have like a growth spurt at, at 36? Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know where it came from. That's weird. And what's crazy to me is that like these, I don't know how much these surgeries cost, but let's just make up a number, right? I guarantee you that surgery probably costs anywhere north of eight grand. I'll say, or oh, 10 grand. At more. least. At least, right? Yeah, for you sure. For, I don't care how fragile your masculinity is or, you know, girls don't talk to you or whatever you can make fun of. You, you can take fight. that 10 grand to do anything. Exactly. <laughs> a, a startup business or what about Facts. like put a down payment on a house, something, bro. But like 10 That's grand crazy. to get five inches yeah, of height. You, you could just do what? You well, could just pay the girl to date you, man, for that much. Right? <laughs> 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 yep. Just keep looking. She's out there, man. Just, yeah, that's you can fly at least five girls out with that money. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm, I can't imagine doing that. Like, just, There's plenty of short kings who have no relationships. But here's the thing, though, bro. You know, plenty of short people do when they can't gain height. They just start working out. Yeah, or get money, buff, or they're just rich, or they're just rich, or like they're really do. smart or funny. You gotta have something. You gotta have a skill, bro. You, <laughs> you can't something. just give up and just like, you know what, surgery, surgery. <laughs> 
that has to be a, that has to be a last resort. Like, you, you gotta try everything first. Like, all right, none of that works. Yeah, I got all this money. I get surgery now. I'm an athlete. Like nobody cares. Yeah, maybe I maybe I would do it. That's crazy. Though, I was at my lowest low. Yeah, I might do it. Yeah, that's crazy though, because there are some girls out there who are like, "Oh, he's six three. Nothing else matters." That's the person. <laughs> some guys will joke about that. Like, yeah, my personality is six two, six three. Yeah, yeah. Like, it don't matter. Saying. If we all gain those inches, like, we'd be all right. Uh, like, <laughs> oh, I'd be a dickhead. I'm like, like fucking asshole. Like, <laughs> you couldn't tell me shit. Like, he's tall, so I like him. Like, that's not even him. That's his that's parents. Like, that's, his, that's his parents that did that for him. Yeah, like, like that's, that's genetics. Yeah. Like, he, didn't, he didn't even do that to he's you. He's an awful human being. <laughs> You're just tall. You can put a face mask on a ladder. She'll still love it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm just mad. Uh, like, I got like right to like almost six foot and I just stopped. Mm. Nah, you know what? You, here's my thing, right? I will never, ever, ever, I will always say this. 5'11 five, five doesn't exist. You're either 5'10 or you're six feet. <laughs> I'm not ever claiming 5'11 in the rest of my life. Yeah, I'm I got six a, feet tall. I got a survey from a customer the other day, but he didn't know my name. He forgot. Mm-hmm. He said it was the black guy who was about six feet. I was mm-hmm. like, ah, yeah, I am six feet. I am six feet. <laughs> They know as long as they know. That's it. I think like last time I got married. If he had said 5'11, I'd be really mad. Actually. I was like 5'10 and 3 fourths, but that sounds like so childish. Yeah. So I say I say 5'11. And if I'm 5'11, I'm really 6'11. It's the same thing, bro. It's the same thing. I'm putting on, putting on boots anyway. Yeah, bro. Get some thick soles in your yeah, shoes. Six foot one. For a long time, I was hurt. I was hurt. I was hurt for a long time. I was like, I'm never gonna grow. And I was scared. I was like, bro, I am never gonna grow. I was really scared. I was excited when he hit his growth spurt. Mine didn't hit until I was like a junior or a senior in high school. I was, oh, in, high, I was in high school. And everybody was like, you got a deep voice and you're tall. So I was yeah. hurt. It, was, it hurt too. Like, like my knees were hurting bro, every bro, day. That knee pain, I'll never forget the middle I was school. Like, I don't know what's going bro, on that, right now. That knee pain is hellacious. Let me tell you how that knee pain is the most brutal fucking growth spurt of all time you're growing up, dude. Yeah. Like you're, all of a sudden you get like these big bumps on your knees. I had something called Osgood Slaughter. Ooh. And like every time you was like, you can just like flick my knee and hurt. I, I'm in pain like I'm, oh, I'm, wow. I'm about to cry yeah. <laughs> like Ouch. I was in pain for like and at least like two years basketball Ooh. so yeah anytime I fell or I hit my knee like I was like oh my goodness yeah anything that touched it, it was fucking that sounds it, just, it just hurt I still, yeah. still kind of have it like my knee like sticks out a little bit on this side oof yeah, you should get that surgery. Yeah, you get that surgery, yeah, man. Maybe they can cool. fix that. Get too. that knee BL. You better not. That knee BL. Uh, get yeah. you some <laughs> some foolproof knees. Get some length, bro. You be all right, bro. My knees are gone. I believe in cool. you. All right, I got one more. Cool I got I got, I got two more questions for you guys. So the next one is, uh, when is using AI unnecessary? So basically, I mean, let me tell you what's been going on, right? So ChatGPT has been out for a while. People are using AI to write their resumes, write their essays, make resume. music, all kinds <laughs> of crazy things. But yeah. But now, so Ms. Taylor, we live in a we live in an age where we have dating apps, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody made an app to reply back to all your matches on dating apps. They what? call it, they call it the the Riz the the Riz AI. But you about to have a date on Tuesday? Don't even know about it. That's ridiculous. That's literally what it is. It's like there's like there's an app that shows like, oh, you have a hard time talking to your matches on Tinder and Bumble and Hinge. Help, download the Riz AI and they'll just you know automatic replies with the, the most romantic so or. Just, rep- they ain't having conversations with no, the machine. What a fucking robot. And then you show up sounding dumb. Exactly. <laughs> I said, I said, what? I, I said that. I said that. Uh, I guess. Well, you're nothing like you are on the phone. <laughs> you gotta read you gotta read the notes. No. You gotta you gotta, you study, gotta, you gotta study for your study date. Too. You gotta study your date, bro. You gotta yeah. rehearse. Uh, yeah, I did all that. Yeah. I yeah. said that. God, that's why that's what people and people are actually yeah, using yeah. it for I'm text scared, messages too bro. i'm getting scared of the machine my uncle was talking yeah. about it today he's talking about how they had uh, ai for like trading stocks and stuff like that mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. So, it's like so it's like basically like you can't miss on these stocks because yeah. like it, it does it for you 
Wow. I actually like, you just, they don't need us anymore. Low key, I would actually probably use that. And I, I thought the same thing. Like, yeah. Like, like sports betting. Well, I'm about to use that for sports. Why but, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it makes sense to use it because, like, if I can't get, if you're not gonna be wrong, yeah, you know, that's that's free money. So I mean, but you're not doing anything though. Like that takes the fun out of it a little bit, right? I don't want to take the risk but, out of there. But but the money is <laughs> guaranteed. Yeah. Would help. Are you not hearing her? The money is a the money, it's a fun part. <laughs> That's the fun. That that winning. Part, We're winning. Yes. Yeah, hey, man. No, you got hey, you got a point. I enjoy paying bills quite a bit. So like, <laughs> <laughs> That's the enjoyment, nigga. I just feel like no one watched iRobot. Like, like that's no, what, that's no, what I'm scared yeah. of. Like, I, I started to feel like, like what's going on. These, these machines are getting way too smart and they're at a rapid pace mm-hmm. to the point where like they're not gonna need us anymore. Like the guy from Google just quit Google so he can like talk about how AI is progressing. Yeah, yeah. way too, way too fast. Yeah, like a lot faster than they thought it yeah. was. Uh, I, that's kind of like, scary. It's like it's useful in a lot of ways, but I feel like at a certain point we're gonna be like, okay, we gotta stop this. <laughs> yeah. and, and like the thing is, like me, I, shut it down. Me personally, like I'm, I'm so like ignorant to AI because like I don't like look up. I don't like Chat GPT. Mm-hmm. I've never been on that website. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Like I don't see any AI in like my real life. Yeah. Until I get on like Twitter or something like that, and I see all the AI Except stuff. Except for Siri. Yeah. The two things. I don't even, I don't even use her. Yeah, yeah. I use her every day. And the two things Shout I can to Siri. I can tell you right now. She be knowing stuff, man. So here's the. She's nosy. You just say something. I swear, like, uh, anybody talking to you? Yeah, who's talking to me? Sorry, I didn't catch that. I'm not talking to you. That's why. Yeah. The two biggest things are going to happen here, probably in the, with the next. If it's not going to happen this year, it's going to happen next year. And I guarantee you it's going to happen the next two years. Somebody will either try to start putting AI in robots, which is then is going to get dangerous, right? Like we put, walking around. It's actually it's actual robots. We we still have they're, they're still making robots that are autonomous to aut- autonomous to do physical labor, which they are the ones for the factories, the one yeah. like putting boxes on a conveyor belt, things like that. Or the same way people are using G, uh, uh, AI to write scripts for movies or to make music or to do anything, somebody's going to make an AI to help us solve political issues. At that point, neither party is going to like that. They're going to be like, okay, well, this AI just basically said how we solve this major issue going on in the world or going on in the country. That's a fraud agenda. And then people start developing AI for each of their own viewpoints. And they're going to have this big issue of like, well, this AI says we do this, this, this kind of way, A, B, C, and D, all the problems going to be solved. And so each, I guarantee you, each uh, conservatives or liberals or moderates or whoever are going to make an AI program to yeah. write a script on how to solve a political issue, and then we're gonna like be debating that for the next couple of years. I promise. Talking back and forth. No, one percent. AI president. Yeah. Mm. I'm about to move to Mars. <laughs> that's it's way, over. That's for one us, way bro. to get out of here. Man, that's uh, scary. Because Pat's a teacher, and Miss uh, Taylor is a parent. I gotta ask you this question. Okay. Um, should yeah. schools address diet concerns with parents? So there was a lady on TikTok who got offended and unenrolled her student out of school because they wrote on a snack that she provided for a child about, hey, we're trying to, um, hey, pick better snacks for your kids. We're trying to establish more of a, a health conscious, you know, eating environment for the students and for the, and for the, uh, for the kids. So basically what happened is a three-year-old at this, at this preschool or whatever. I know, right? But like the, the, the mom gave the, her child a bag of Pringles. This is a can of Pringles. Like and they wrote on like the- 9 a.m. though? Cause like, I hate, I hate those students like that. I have no clue. <laughs> they come in, they, they, been, they come in my room with talkies at eight, yeah. nine o'clock in the morning. True. Smacking. Breath stinking. I'm like, bro, it's yeah. 9 a.m. You guys talkies in the Mountain Dew. Like, Disgusting. Bro. Which is which is crazy, but at the same time- just came out of gym smelling like but, ass. Yeah, but they wrote-, but they wrote <laughs> 
they wrote that on the Pringles can, put it back in the kid's lunchbox, and sent it sent it back to the parents for the parents to read. And she picked her, she took her kid out of school. Uh, that's a little so, too much. It seems like they overstepped they were, their bounds. They didn't allow the child to have the, the snack They're, that mom provided. They're just voicing their concerns about their their I've, kids' health concerns. And her her biggest issue was that like. Um, and she called it snack shaming. She said, you're, by snack shaming these students, you're going to lead to a visual fat shaming and, and, and obesity and you know, uh, concerns with uh, personal health and diet. So I was thinking about for you guys, does your does the school, did any school you know of, any teachers do that for faculty even weigh in on diet when it comes to the kids? Or do you feel like that's okay for parents? I mean, like maybe, to, like, maybe like a health class might talk about nutrition. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like if they have a problem with the snacks, they got to provide snacks then. Like you got to exactly. provide the snacks. Yeah. Then, buy, then provide the snacks that you, because here's the thing. Not all parents can afford mm-hmm. healthy snacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's expensive yeah. to, to be healthy. We yeah. all know that, right? Man. So, I mean, if that's, if that's all she has mm-hmm. to, I mean, yes, it's not the most healthiest thing to give your child, but if that's all she has mm-hmm. in the house, why would you do that? Yeah, that's to, to this parent and yeah. to this child. Yeah. Because the yeah. child is now feeling yeah. um, bad about my snack that yeah. I have at three years old. Yeah, that's crazy. And why? Why are we putting that pressure on these kids? Yeah, yeah. For further context, this is not like this is not like a like a uh, like a low income household at all. She just she knew a snack that her kid liked, and that was it. And, this, mm-hmm. and the school decided to weigh in on their personal opinions when it came to the snack her snack of choice. And I don't think it's a bad thing. And I listened to the Breakfast Club, and I think DJ. So DJ Envy had a point of view. He's like he's like he has six kids, five or six kids. He's like. I know my kids aren't going to eat, but I don't want my kids to go hungry. The kids can eat whatever they want to, but I don't think it's the, you can, like Pat said, you can inform, like the students can can learn to be informed on, on nutrition and uh, the ups and downs of what you consume in the diet and things Mm -hmm. like that. But you Mm -hmm. can't be like, right, don't, you can't be subtle like, hey, don't bring this shit no more because your kid's going to get fat. Like, you know what I mean? That's kind of weird. Especially like like three years old, like that's probably like what pre-K, like daycare or something Mm -hmm. like that, like. If you're not providing the snacks, you can't tell me what I can and no. cannot feed my kid. Right. Yeah, which so. they can't anyways because we've had a big concern over the last since we were kids. Think back to the last time you had a pizza party or like a putlock at school. After that, we had big concerns about um, allergies mm-hmm. and people getting sick or people whatever. Like that's when we stopped doing that. We stopped doing that back when we were in school. And so this, it's not like the school's gonna be like, hey, here's some carrots, here's some grapes, because like the, Michelle, not everybody can sign off Michelle on. Obama tried to end all that. Man. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was crazy. But um. Very interesting. That is weird. Like, how they, like, I don't know. That's, that seems unprofessional, really. Yeah, absolutely. Very. Because they could have just reached out to them. Like, write it all down and send it back. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of odd. Yeah, and people were kind of, people were on her, the mom's side. And, but also, some people kind of said, like, it was a, she was doing the most by taking her kid out of school. I'm like, uh, she, it's her I right saw, to do that. I, I, it's her I, I, child. Yeah. At that point, I don't feel comfortable anymore when my kid's yeah, at school. No. So. Like, I don't know what else they're doing here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then it was, it was preschool. It was, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. so. It was. It, I would have may have done the same thing. Mm, um, yeah, we're gonna go to a different preschool. Yeah. Again, it's like a small can of weird. It's a small can of Pringles. And like, it's, like, it's saying the worst thing in the world. Three year old, bro. Right. <laughs> it's not like I put deep fried <laughs> chicken fingers in there. They snack. You know what I mean. This is snacks. Like, but they don't even eat that yeah. much. Like it's not gonna kill them. No, it's gonna be like a couple <laughs> of chips. They're gonna eat like two chips, two yeah. three chips, anyways, and call it a day. And, but. And, right. He may not. The child may not. Even eat it all. Yeah. So I mean, it's not gonna, what, it's not why gonna are we even harping yeah. on that? That's so weird. It's, it's bizarre, but yeah, that was that, that made uh, TikTok news and everybody's kind of debating that. But 
Um, well, I'll let you take it away. So uh, Ed Sheeran got found not guilty, and he didn't have to quit music because that was a big deal. I have not heard both versions of the song back to back, so I don't know the whole a, context of this. I have a comparison right here. Uh, so for some backstory, it wasn't DeMarvin Gaye's state. Mm-hmm. It was actually one of the co-writers of the song, mm-hmm. uh, Let, Let's Get It On, was suing Ed Sheeran for um, uh, his song, Thinking Out Loud. And I have a comparison right here, so you guys can make your own... Uh, let me see what you want to say about it. Just please. Baby, man. Trying to hold back this feeling. Damn. For so long. Heart could still fall less. Heart at 23. And if you feel like I feel, baby. I mean. Uh. I mean, they're pretty similar. I tell you what, if you gave me some lemonade and some limeade at the same time, I would not know the difference. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's how close they are. If you give me two, because at that point, I'm like, that's that's as bad as close as. It's gonna I mean, the get. way they mashed it up, though, it sounded like the same song. It sounded yeah. like the same fucking song. I, I don't know, it's so hard. Like uh, he was found not guilty, though. Uh, Ed Sheeran said, like the court the court progression, it was like it might have been similar, but that court that court progression has been used over and over again, hundreds of times. Exactly. So it's like in, in in this world, there's only so many chords you can play on a guitar. Yeah, Correct. Like, so some are going to sound similar. There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Like every time you come up with a song, you may think it's the newest thing to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be at least one song out there that's very Sorry. similar. And they were like, well, you sold this from me. It's like, well, no, I didn't. <laughs> so, yeah. But there's no way to really prove that. So I'm glad he was found not guilty because that's a lot of people have been getting fined a lot of money, like millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. I think it was like hundred million dollars he was getting sued for for this. That's crazy. Ooh, that was a oh yeah, that'd been a tough one for him. For a hundred million, is that song is that song worth a hundred million dollars? That's well, that's well, one of his biggest songs. That's one of his more. Um, that song was popular. The most like that's probably his biggest song. A ever. top song for like two years running. Yeah, like, you hear it at weddings and and retail. That's it's, true. Like it's it's everywhere, but but they're both, and that's why they're trying to sue him. Yeah. Um, you know, they get more press. So I mean, uh, hopefully, the estate and the, and the songwriter get some money. The out dude's of that. name was Ed Townsend. He was one of the co-writers of the song. And his mm-hmm. family was uh, suing Ed Sheeran, not the estate, not the Marvin Gaye estate, because the Marvin Gaye estate would, would have won that uh, legal battle. <laughs> <laughs> they they don't lose these legal battles. Man, well that's interesting though. Well, uh, it's tricky in the music business. Real quick, I want to say, um, R.I.P. Jerry Springer. He passed uh, away. He passed yeah, away around like how old was he? Eighty four. Yeah. 86 something like that he was in his yeah. late Jerry, Jerry was a goat man like he yeah. brought us a lot of reality TV that we that stuck around for a very long time should not have been watching and it, and it kind of branched out <laughs> dude let me tell you okay real quick and it's gonna sound weird <laughs> dude I was probably five or six years I was probably like four or five years old watching Jerry Springer because right. my mom's old ex-husband used to watch me babysit me dude because like back in the day Jerry used to get wild bro because they just had titties left and right popping up on that show oh, so my first time as a kid Why? seeing a titty was on Jerry Springer Jerry? It was blurred out. It was, it was blurred out, but show. like, but like, as a young, as a young mind, right? You you Jay. fixate on that. It's like, well, they blur these own specific parts of the body out. So like, <laughs> I was a kid. This is gonna sound terrible. I was four or five years old, and I used to like love Jerry Springer. I used to watch that <laughs> shit like that. That and Maury. That and dude, Maury, dude. Okay, I'll tell you what. Maury is better than Jerry. Jerry, you go on Jerry Springer show. Um, you, you, when you buy a ticket to go, right, you gotta be ready to fight somebody <laughs> from the audience. <laughs> you gotta fight somebody because Jerry would just let people get up. They would ask questions. They would talk shit to the people like, "Oh, you're wrong for this, and you a whole da 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 da." She's like, "You won't they fight come me then." And she's going, the <laughs> He bought the KKK, KKK on there just to get beat up one time. Exactly. I'm to paying thirty bucks. You get to fight a free like clan member. That's crazy. I'll do it. <laughs> free ticket. But not that he was a legend. 
I do say him and Maury though, like they did the black community wrong, like a, a little they bit. They depicted us way Man. crazy, bro. It was Man, bad. They was, they was on there showing out. I was like, yeah. Looking back on it, I was like, this is terrible. Because those those cameramen, though, those cameramen were like you had, you, 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 had like, a, you had an audition for that. Olympic track runners. You had, audition, <laughs> you had an audition for that. Like you could not get away from like they used to run in the back mm. corner, corner, corner. Yeah. <laughs> then they stop. Then they stop and fall down. I swear. Matter of fact, Walt, the guy that finished first place in the race today, he worked on Jerry Springer, bro. He, he, had, he, he may have. <laughs> they was not letting him run away. Not at all. You're not getting away from this camera. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you might, you might, you might yeah. just fall now. Like, why are you following? <laughs> you might just go ahead and fall now because he's not yeah. getting away. Yeah, but Jerry, he Spr- is not the because <laughs> Jerry Springer he was a, he was a great he was a great show host and uh, I mean reality TV was he he played a huge him and then Real World played a huge part into what reality TV is today and so he'll always be a legend in his own way no matter Absolutely. how controversial a show was. But I will say that nigga Maury, bro, like he, this man played it up dramatic. Because you know how long Maury would pause before the announcement? <laughs> or he, he like, would come nah, back. It would come it'd be, back after the commercial yeah, break. Yeah, to so, be continued. He's like, he'll be right back after the, I'm like, <laughs> Maury. Like, just say it, bro. He's like, y'all gonna see this ad. This is real life people on the line, bro. <laughs> In the case of young uh, uh, Patrick Taylor, you are not the. <laughs> I have never seen somebody just start, just, they start dancing. Like they they be happy. Yeah. Like bro, this is so traumatic. Yeah, like, <laughs> and she be about to fall. And female run off and, <laughs> and the cameraman is following her. But it's like yo, face be in the couch, she be crying. <laughs> they close up on her face. Sometimes it'd be like yo, that baby look just like you, bro. Why uh, you on this show? Got the same like, nose, bro. Like, that's, like, that's you. Know you. That's your baby. That's you. <laughs> you can't lie about that. Yeah, you said you didn't sleep with your best friend's uh, wife. That's we determined. Thing. That was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. All the dirt, all that was just come out. Like, yeah, she slept with him, 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 him. I was like, dang, wait a minute. We didn't even know all that. Know. Why are you telling us all this? Why is it on live TV? Or <laughs> the, the, this is the fourth time she's been on the show. Oh, God. Yeah, you got to give it up on that. Like, you got to go. This is another baby. Like, you just do this just to be on TV, bro. <laughs> Father. You can't pay for this? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, man, which was crazy is like shock, shock reality TV like that. It, it sprung into the Dr. Phil show because then that's how bad baby got big. And then he didn't need a doctor. Uh, all, <laughs> is he real? I don't know. If he's not, he's not a doctor. Not. He's not licensed. <laughs> but yeah, reality TV. That's why like, whatever. those were the highlights. But now nowadays it is kind of a little bit cringeworthy. Can they kind of really force the drama and all kinds of crazy stuff to happen like that? So I think even still because the Steve Wilco show is a good example. Like his just kind of weak. He tried to like actually like be a psychiatrist or some people and like sit down he and talk to him. But he was. Security guard for Jerry Springer. Yeah, for Jerry Springer. He's too yeah. aggressive on his show. Like he wanted to fight the people with him. <laughs> Wait a minute, bro. He's a big boy. <laughs> like, you can't be fighting the people on your show. Like you gotta calm down. And then go back to hosting. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, and other celebrity news. Um, Jamie Foxx did make a recovery. I know we missed that uh, yes. a couple weeks ago, but Jamie Foxx did get better. He had a stroke. He's he, only fifty five. Are you still in the hospital though? I, th- I thought he. I thought he said he. Well, I know he woke up. Last time I heard, he was still in the hospital, and he was still saying pray for him. Oh really? But yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. That, that was that was Twitter news. So I don't. I get my news from Twitter. So I don't know if he was still in hospital or not. He's having technical difficulties over there. My mic got cut off. <laughs> can y'all still hear me? Your mic yeah. got cut off. Yeah, I can you, hear you. Your headphones yeah, got cut off. I think your headphones just stopped working. I mean, they're plugins. All right. Well, I'm a no mic Eli for the rest of the show. That's cool though. Um, but yeah, for the most part, yeah, uh, they said he had a lot of blo- high blood pressure. Which is unfortunate because like you would, you would assume that Jamie's a pretty he performed a lot he traveled a lot I mean he's a very he looks very you know in shape yeah so for him to have a stroke out of nowhere it was pretty concerning so uh, I'm just glad for him and his family that he's gonna make a speedy recovery he's gonna get better so 
um, you know, just keep them in your just keep in your prayers. Yeah. And you know, it's weird to say like, hey, you know, pray for celebrities, but you know, Jamie's one of them good people out there. Yeah. So they just say he is he is stable though, and it's not life threatening anymore. Yeah, that's good. Man, that was that was scary though. Because he's not old. No, he's not. No, not at all. But I mean, like, he's not. That's weird. No. That's really strange. <laughs> but like we see that sometimes in, in like our community though like people who like they're not that old but like mm-hmm. stuff like this happens a lot yeah because i mean like you gotta think like the way like the way we grow up like we don't always have those like resources to like find out about like you know like high blood pressure or cholesterol yeah. level stuff like that yeah know, i mean maybe. doctor visits weren't like the most yeah it's like we, we, don't, we don't we don't even trust doctors like you know yeah. so oh it's true yeah. it's true so like it, like doctor's visits don't happen like we don't learn about the, the dangers of all the food we eat and, like mm-hmm. we grow up on this like soul food every sundays you know at the church yeah. i mean and then it doesn't help that there's like no good grocery stores around yeah. the neighborhood it's a food right. desert like, yeah. you're just going to gas stations and getting snacks and you know like it just affects you later in life yeah yeah no whole foods in the hood, you know. Yeah, they don't got fresh time on the south. Side. <laughs> they got fresh time on the south. Side. <laughs> they got all these in Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Let's see Save here. Save a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna move on to a couple more quick things. Um, in the state of Utah, Pornhub has hey, banned man. all their pornography, and they've made it a law to show uh, how how old you are. That. Yeah, so <laughs> so basically, man, bro. so so basically, basically, this they said, hey, you have to legally prove that you're an 18 or 18 year old to be able to watch pornography in Utah. How do you prove um, that? So you have to show your driver's license online. Interesting. You have to so identify you have to yourself. Your you have to license. upload your driver's license or identify yourself. Bro, like, or, even, if, even if you're 18, I'm like, never mind. <laughs> so <laughs> that's fine. And, like and, and that's kind of the thing. And so what's crazy was they saw how the Google search for VPN skyrocketed in the state of Utah. Like literally, because with a VPN, you can set go from anywhere in the country. Say you're not from Utah, you can be from Indiana, you can be yeah. from Florida, wherever. And so, uh, I just think it's a crazy thing, which it may be necessary. One of those things of trying to help protect kids from a pornography addiction. At nine oh years old, God. you shouldn't be researching stuff like that. The amount, of, the, like in my school, like mm-hmm. middle school, like these kids, bro, I get, I get sick and tired. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, yeah. why are you guys talking about this? Like, you're, yeah. you're, you're 12 and you're, 11. You're ch- children. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're just curious and they don't know anybody. Like, they, be, so. they, they, they ask me questions, I'm like, I'm not answering I'm <laughs> yeah. not, I'm walking away. I, I would hate to be a health ed teacher uh, in these days because they'd be asking those wow. Because all they do is see stuff they see on videos or mm-hmm. online and then ask straight up questions. I'm like, I don't know how to explain. Because <laughs> like having a, because the biggest thing is like, with, uh, with with sexual health, you have to explain like a lot of kink culture, and with that conversation, not everybody can like kind of speak on that. And so, like if kids start experimenting or not have the education to kind of really prep themselves or make the right decisions, it can all lead to bad things. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 most these, a tough situation. Most of these parents don't talk to the kids about that no more. Right. They, they, they learn yeah. from TikTok or internet, yeah. Yeah. or their friends. Yeah, they don't know just yeah. as much as you don't know. Yeah, exactly. So y'all are all in this. Together yeah. and doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's best. Maybe <laughs> those I mean, Utah kids. Hopefully, <laughs> luckily we made it out they with no Mormons kids. Anyway, they don't, they don't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> they're what? They're Mormons. They don't do nothing, do nothing out there. That's probably, they're probably, they're probably what it was. They're Mormons. That's wild. <laughs> uh, speaking of wild stuff, man. How did how did how did Chris or how did uh, I won't say Chris Tucker? How did Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon get fired in the same weekend? After we got back from the bachelor party, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And they both were kind of doing the same ish stuff. Mm-hmm. So if, I feel like uh, CNN and Fox at the same time, like, listen, if you, it's like the anti draft, like, hey, if you lose your guy, we'll lose our guy, and just, you know, get rid of both of them. Because I, I used to like Don Lemon, but hearing about and kind of hearing about, because he was a great new, uh, uh, newscaster, but 
his comments on um, his misogynistic comments, I think he had some kind of racial comments. He, he kind of was very rude to a lot of his, his uh, the, the staff members at CNN. Eventually, they just got rid of him. And he claimed on Twitter that uh, they never gave me a heads up. Like, he just tweeted about that. And CNN's like, nah, bro, like, we emailed you. We talked to you. Like, we can negotiate your contract. But you decided to put us on blast. So, yeah, goodbye. And he was just gone. And then Tucker Carlson, um, he just kept saying more racist shit. And then they're like, you got to go, too. Because for, for Fox right now, it's like we already they went so rampant with the dialogue about the election being stolen. And then once uh, the election poll people sued Fox for almost a billion dollars, they're like, yeah, we got to clean up our act because that's a lot of money to lose. And then even though Tucker Carlson has one of their most popular uh, news shows on their network, they're like, we just got to cut you. Like you keep saying, because he's getting caught up in tweets. He's getting, well, not tweets. He's getting caught up in text messages or notes or comments in the same way that Don Lemon did. It's like, you just, like you're not impervious to consequences, even though your personality and you make us a lot of money, you're also going to cost us a lot of money. So they just get good. I feel like there's like a, a certain threshold with certain individuals. Like, yeah, because I feel like the network knew as like as what type of person this was <laughs> way before they fired him. Yeah. But it just took so much. And they were like, OK, we're getting yeah. a lot of yeah. as long as you're bringing in back, you bring them more money and the range are high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're cool. Yeah. But as soon as you start costing us more money than you're worth. We gotta let you go home, sorry. Yeah. And Tucker was worse because he was fear mongering because his main audience was uh, older white people and he would mm-hmm. make, make him afraid of anybody brown. The thing and is, so, like, he's still Tucker Carlson, he still has he still has his fan base. 100%. Yeah. He can go he can start his own platform, go anywhere he wants to, really, mm-hmm. and still say the same thing he was saying on Fox and still mm-hmm. have that yeah. following. And he can say more. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Yeah. Now he like like now yeah, like now he's unfiltered now. So mm-hmm. it might be worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't say the same thing for Don Lemon. I don't know who's who's gonna hire him to do anything. So uh, we'll see how their careers go, but oh, um, before we move on to anything mm-hmm. else, though, because you said Chris at first, I thought you were talking about you were talking about Chris Brown and Usher. No, <laughs> what that? happened? What happened to? So I guess it was Chris Brown's birthday party uh, yesterday. Okay. Uh, so Usher threw him a little surprise party. Mm-hmm. Okay. In uh, Vegas, and uh, this is all like, allegedly, but uh, rumors came out that uh, something happened when Chris Brown he got a little intoxicated. He said something to Tiana Taylor. I guess it was kind of like rude. And so Usher kind of like, kind of like, I was like, calm down and everything. And something happened. And apparently, uh, Chris, Chris and his like entourage jumped Usher. What? Huh? <laughs> I get, I get all my news from Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes. uh, apparently, that's that's what's going around. That that happened I didn't last, see last night in Vegas. Oh you jumped God. your friend after you threw you a party? Hey, he was drunk. <laughs> Yo, that's wow. crazy. But yeah, that really that's what happened. So I don't know anything about no one's oh, obviously no one's gonna comment on it right now. Yeah, there's no legal battle right now, is there? But no, no, because okay. no one's gonna say anything about it. But uh but yeah, that's alleged news that came yeah, out. It's gonna be morning. some video somewhere. Somebody took it. Maybe. Right. If not, they might try to like resolve this behind closed doors and just but, do but a small I'd be, I'd be thinking like, bro, what did Usher do to make you wanna jump <laughs> you wanna jump him? Like <laughs> well, he was skating he's probably skating around having a yeah. good time. <laughs> and you just went over there and started fighting him? That's crazy, man. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I hope that makes the news. I want to hear about. I want to hear the results of that story. Um, speaking of celebrities, you know, speaking their mind and doing crazy shit. So uh, uh, Nick Cannon was saying how uh, he's he's he said basically in quotes is that he said good to the cancellation of the red table talk. So uh, Meta, who is you know Facebook and everything like that, they're moving away from um, live TV shows like Red Table Talk and going to more like virtual experiences. And so they cut Jada Pinkett's show. And Nick, I think Nick Cannon, one of his shows, he just said like, yeah, it was a, it's the toxic table talk. You know, it, it that 
podcast with Jada Pinkett was one of the reasons that led you know Will Smith into a lot of emotional <laughs> bless you a lot of emotional turmoil into slapping Chris Rock into uh, doing the things that he's been doing. So. <laughs> I don't know how y'all feel about that. Do you think the Red Table Talk being canceled is a good... I mean, she might find another platform. She might do something on her own. But do you feel like if the show was gone forever, that a good thing? Should it come back in a different form? Like, what do y'all think? I mean, that's... All it was was a podcast. Yeah. Like, she she can go anywhere with that. Yeah. Yeah. She can put put it on YouTube. She can put it on Spotify, Apple, whatever. Yeah. But I mean, I don't... I don't think it was that toxic. Because, like, if you agree to go on there, and then, like, you know what what it is. So, like, it's not like... You're not saying, oh, I went on there and I was set up. Yeah, like, that's not what that's not what it was. And a lot of people have said that. A lot of people said that too. So I feel like if you go on there and, she, and like if you had the talking points already before, mm-hmm. it's just like, yo, you know what it is. So it's, it can't be a toxic environment where you were like blindsided by questions you didn't know what coming. So yeah. Um, really quickly, it is May, and do you know what uh, we celebrate in the month of May? Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Uh, the the entire month though. Uh, Asian Heritage Month. It is also uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, it's Mental Health Awareness Month, and like it's a big month. It's a very big oh, month. Everything happened this month. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is important to me. Um, so, Miss Taylor, you don't know, and I talk to these guys. I've been going to therapy for the first time in years for the last for the last month. So it's been very successful for me. Um, my therapist is okay. My my job pays for it, and so it's been kind of helpful and to help me understand myself a little bit better. And um, I think that a lot of people should go. I mean, no matter how you feel, if you're up, you're down, whatever, it's always kind of nice to um, unload some of those thoughts and, you know, talk with a professional, you know, you know, go through and unpack some of your trauma and have some help, have somebody help you process it. Um, or and maybe seek out medication if that's necessary for you or take that time off to, uh, to, uh, really, you know, have that space alone with yourself to kind of think things over. So that's huge. Um, but the reason I'm bringing it up is because there is a new story, unfortunately, and this is very uh, sad that happened in New York, and it has to do with mental health, uh, mental illness, is that um, uh, a vigilante, they're calling him a vigilante, um, 24-year-old ex-Marine, uh, his name is Daniel Penny, uh, he choked out a homeless man on the subway station in New York, um, a young man named Jordan Neely. So Jordan Neely is a famous, he's, he's, he's pretty, much pretty famous in, in his local area for being a Michael Jackson street performer. And um, a lot of people loved him. They love, love watching him perform. But um, he's known by others to have, um, you know, mental illness and a little bit of uh, mental trauma and emotional trauma because I think his mom passed away not too long ago or a couple of years ago, and that kind of affected him to a point. Yeah. yeah. And so he was kind of going off on a train, or he was kind of yelling, or he was having an episode, and. Uh, Daniel was the main one that put him in the chokehold, but uh, other people also kind of subdued him and he ended up losing his life, he ended up passing away. Mm. And so right now they're thinking about, he's no charges pressed against him for murder, um, but they're thinking about sending this to a grand jury and um, having this guy actually prosecuted. So we'll see what you know goes on about that. But a lot of protests are going on right now in New York um, because it literally is a murder and a lot of people yeah. are realizing, or not realizing, but they're really speaking out against violence not only against um, the homeless people and in, in across the across America, because a lot of people treat homeless people like you know uh, second, third class citizens, but also just we need to increase the amount of mental health so people can get the, the help they deserve and the help they need. Because leaving these people on the street to just suffer and not get any kind of help is inhumane. So that's kind of what's going on in New York right now. You live twenty minutes from New York. You didn't hear anything about this? I I did not hear anything about that um, particular. But there's things that happen mm-hmm. um, that has been happening um, recently. And um, I don't know if you guys know, but I work in mental health. Mm-hmm. I am a 
um, uh, a counselor in my um, daytime job. And, but then I'm also, uh, I work with crisis. Mm -hmm. So individuals that are in crisis as far as feeling suicidal or homicidal, and I screen Mm -hmm. them to determine whether they can, whether they need to go to a hospital uh, and get some help in the hospital and get um, some therapy, maybe some medication, or whether they can go to an outpatient and see an outpatient therapist on a a weekly basis or so. And yes, mental health, um, just saying it's Mental Health Awareness Month Mm. is not enough. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do need to understand that there are individuals um, out there every day working and living with mental health um, diagnoses that um, are struggling to figure out what they, you know, how to live in their society with this diagnosis that is scary for them. Yeah. But it's also scary for indiv- the individuals around them. And it's it's almost like a form of racism. Yeah. Yeah. You are uh, afraid of this person that is out in the street yelling and screaming and, and talking to himself. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, you're trying you you want to eliminate them. They don't need to be around. They don't you know they need help. Yeah. And that's what, you know, agencies like mine, I, um, the agency that I uh, work for uh, has a, a lot of different programs, but I work one program, but there's several different programs in our agency, and we are just trying to keep people to diagnose, get their diagnosis, to get the right diagnosis, mm-hmm. get them on the right medication, but then also keep them in their communities. Yeah. And it's hard to keep them in their communities and keep them safe. Yeah. yeah. In their Especially right now with them tearing down all the homeless uh, encampments that are around most of the bigger major cities because mm-hmm. they are having the police. And that's been a huge thing is that they, uh, the, a lot of police um, community or a lot of the police in their uh, bigger communities, they're taking down all these tents, these homeless encampments, the places they live at. And they just have to find somewhere to wander and they keep changing the way the benches are established. so They can't rest on benches or like you just kind of get them out of areas. And so they have to find somewhere to go and a lot of them because they're upset and they're frustrated they are going to have it's, it's going to be traumatic when you have a police officer do anything to you yeah. tear down the place you live you know just walking around you're going to you know feel panicked the good thing is there i'm actually working on a program now too um that they're um trying to become more aware mm-hmm. with the the police and every and i'm working on a I'm start next week on a program, it's a ride along. Mm. So I'm the mental health worker riding along with the police. Mm. So if they get a call that somebody is acting out, I mm. go and I talk to the person to find out what's going on with them. Instead of the police just going out and it's a disturbance mm-hmm. and taking them to jail, yeah, they may really need to just go to a hospital. Yeah, and so I'll be I'll start doing that um, next week. I'm curious how that goes. Do you have any say so on how they might conduct training as far as mental health or uh, disturbances like that in the future? Or well, I mean, this is a pilot program, mm-hmm. and uh, if it works well, hopefully it's going to catch on. In the county that I'm in, um, they're going to do it in two of the cities in the county that I'm in, and if uh, if it goes well, mm-hmm. 
they're going to push it out to other counties. Good. So, um, you know, there there is some, there's going to be some training. Mm-hmm. And um, eventually in um, the different uh, police academies are yeah. going to also uh, get trained on. Yeah, that that's really important. And yeah. hopefully it's training that sticks, you yeah. know. And that they find it important and they uh, yeah. utilize it correctly. And, and, you know, I mean, of course, we're going to have um, some officers who might just result into their normal training or their normal behavior. But at least if the ones who really do care or take it very seriously and listen to, um, you know, their, their training and as far as how to handle people who have those episodes might do something about it, at least that's more lives saved than not. So mm-hmm. that's at the, end, at the end of the day, it'll be a good result. So um, hopefully that's, that's, that's huge. Something huge, and hopefully Jordan Neely gets some justice because this guy needs to go to jail. I mean, he. Yeah, I mean, yeah. at the end Literally of the day, like you're, you're, yeah, you're a civilian. Someone, yeah. yeah, you're a civilian marine that's out here choking people on the bus stop or the, the train stop. Yeah. That's never okay. Um, and because he's somebody who is homeless, the the fact that he never got uh, arrested for murder is always that'll never not irk me. So that it's it's, it's where that uh, the, the value of, of of somebody who um, doesn't own anything or doesn't own a house is is seen as less than and they kind of just let him be about his day so hey it's a whole thing um a couple more things we're gonna get into we're gonna get into uh, two more things and then i think we're just about done so i'll let you guys pick first we can talk about the writer's strike or we can talk about uh ebony k williams because i'm pretty gonna be pretty passionate about both of these topics so I just learned about the Ebony K. Williams thing, and I don't have much to say about that. That's I'm curious to see what your mom says. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, okay, what is it? So Ebony K. Williams, she is she used to be a huge lawyer. Um, she became a star on uh, The Real Housewives in New York uh, a while back, and she was on an interview, and I can't remember the lady's name. I want to say uh, I- Iyanla. I don't, I don't know. Iyanla Van Zandt. I th- yeah, Iyanla Van Zandt. Mm-hmm. So she was on her show, and uh, uh, Miss Van Zandt asked her a question, like, "Hey, would you ever date a bus driver?" And she said, yes, if he owned the bus or if he owned the bus driving service. And I, I, I forgot. So I think they had this they had this discussion about um, women's, especially black women, their, their dating values, what they seek for, what they what they who they want to marry, who they want to date, how they conduct themselves in a household as a household wife, you know, the whole whole nine yards. And um, Ms. Van Zandt, Ms. Van Zandt asked her this question and that was her immediate answer. And they kind of got into discussion of um, what type of men that women deserve to date or who they should date, um, the value of their career. Um, it it kind of divulged down into career status and money. And that's kind of, in the interview, that's how it kind of came off. Now, uh, Ebony has gone on The Breakfast Club. She's gone on other talk shows to kind of defend her point. And she's kind of doubled down on her point. But from Ms. Van Zant per- perspective, she said that she would date a bus driver. Now, the bus driver is the quickest example that she threw out there. But she came down to, like, if he loves me, if he loves his job, if he has an, if he's a man of integrity and he has he has good religious values. So like and that's kind of the, the key core personality features that Ms. Van Zant brought out, because as long as he's doing his best to take care of me, he's a good person. And I think that key, the, the biggest word that stuck out to me was integrity. She doesn't really care who she marries or the status of his job. Um, and then people, and this is on TikTok, this is on the internet, people are kind of downplaying the career of a bus driver, and it kind of got into the uh, the mocking of blue-collar workers or service workers who are the bus drivers, the janitors, the sanitation servicers, uh, you know, all kind of jobs like that. But they forget, some of these, like, the average income in America is about $33,000. Um, bus drivers make anywhere from about thirty grand to sixty grand, depending on what, or seventy grand depending on what uh, state you live in, right? Mm-hmm. 
And these are also careers with health benefits, with the 401k, with, with you know, time off, vacation, all, that, all this stuff, right? And so there's been a big debate online between what women are told how they should lower their standards or raise their standards or how, um, you know, how men should seek out better jobs, how, how I think Ms. Ebony's, Ebony's point of perspective was like how um, the black community has been indoctrinated to believe that we just need to be service workers to um, other people who own a business. We should go out and, you know, have more startups and own more businesses and, and black men, if they want to be better, they need to, you know, make six figures and own this and that. And it's kind of, and it's, and it's, and it's, and it's weird because this has been this huge thing of, of dating within your, your actual possibility, dating within your means, right? And so it's been that kind of discussion. So I don't know how you feel about it because there's articles and articles and interviews and it's, it's like hours of content. I have time to go through all it today, but I kind of got the gist of it. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, Again, I I feel that um, it doesn't matter. Oh, sorry, it doesn't matter uh, what your the like she said integrity. If mm-hmm. you have integrity and you are there for me, mm-hmm. and I mean I don't care what your what your job title yeah. is or how what you. Um, I just care that you are the person that loves me. Mm-hmm takes care of me, takes care of your household and what what you whatever job you do now I don't want you to do anything illegal. Yeah. Let's <laughs> not, not go there. Um, but I mean the jo- job the the status mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I mean I and it, I don't I don't want somebody that owns a company and is a, pardon the expression, a dickhead. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't care that yeah. you own a company. I don't care that you that you can buy all of these things and mm-hmm. all of this and uh, all of these vacations and all of that mm-hmm. if you are a complete ass. Yeah. yeah. To me and to every and and you're a jerk. Yeah. When we're out and about. Yeah. Yeah. That, what kind of life? Is that? Uh, yeah. I don't want that. That's not something that I strive for. I want mm-hmm. somebody that cares for me and somebody that that shows that they have integrity and that they are um, passionate about who I am and what somebody that upholds me. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't No. Yeah. I think uh, in this like social media world, we see a lot where it's like women talk about how uh, if I live with the man, he's paying for everything. He pays the rent, yeah. he pays the bills. Uh-uh. And it's just like, I think that's just not, that might be okay for some people, mm-hmm. like who, who make like six figures or seven figures, whatever you make. Yeah. But for ninety eight percent of us, that's just not going to happen. Like, no. Yeah. That's just not viable for anybody to pay all the rent, all the bills, and yeah. you just do nothing. Like you just. Yeah. Like, at some point, if you you risk somebody, like you have to be like, I think it has to be fifty fifty. Like mm-hmm. some months, some months it may be 50, uh, 50, 40. Some, I mean. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and sometimes it may be a hundred on my side. Yeah. Like, so yeah. I mean, whatever it is, I, I want us to to come to that agreement that it it doesn't it doesn't always have to be fifty fifty. Yeah. It does it doesn't always have to be that you do everything. Sometimes I will. Sometimes you will. 
and and we gonna be okay. Yeah. yeah. Period. You got my back. I got yours. And let's Period. do this. And, and yeah. that's and that's crazy because like when it, when it comes to the whole partnership, marriage, or dating side of things, um, <laughs> people are not, and I and I, I feel like I keep saying this in the comments online when I when I see these videos and I reply back to them. It's it's always for better or for worse, right? Uh, when you have a partner, when you marry somebody, it's always is for better or for worse. When you build together, mm-hmm. and until it gets worse, until, until it gets worse, <laughs> and they're like, "No, nah, I'm gone. It's, it's too much worse." <laughs> but it's, it's it's crazy to me because I want to look at it at both sides. I mean, I don't want to come off of one of those podcasts or like, "Oh, women do." You know, it's not. It's none of that nonsense because uh, the the, the counter argument to that is is that uh, black men also need to do better, or men in general also need to do better, which. For, for that, to your argument about the, like, you know, rich people can be dickheads. Well, so can men who are on the lower income side of things or just average everyday people. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, people always make the debate like, well, it could be the nice, you know, guy who's a working class person or you can date the rich guy who's an asshole. Everybody can be nice. Everybody can be mean. Exactly. And that's, if it's the bus driver yeah. that's a dickhead, I'm, yeah. not, no. I'm not dating you. <laughs> no. So that, that has, the, what, my point is, what his job title is mm-hmm. has nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah. and it gets into a because there's there's kind of two arguments. There's a financial, there's a dating, there's a financial argument to this because right now there's been a lot of comments from uh, CEOs or business owners or people of influence or more power or more money than us who do treat service, customer service jobs, at, and they belittle them. They they see them as less than. I think I, I saw a podcast clip one time about a guy who debated a guy who. Uh, Baited one gentleman who who owned a business had like a six figure job or million, made a million dollars. He's like, you know, people who make your coffee don't deserve that much money. They ask him for a pay raise. You know, Starbucks employees go on strike and da 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 da. And he's like, you're making coffee. How hard is it? And the other and the other guy interviewing asked him like, well, do you buy coffee every day? Yes. Do you like your coffee's well made? Yes. But you're saying these people shouldn't have this job. They should get a different job. No, I want my coffee made. Well, these people also making your coffee need to get paid more money. Mm-hmm. And so it's this weird, it's this weird disconnect from valuing the people who are the essential workers. And we saw that during COVID, valuing those who do all these labor jobs and blue collar work for us because we need them. Because we need them, but also we can't also treat them like like shit. Like we can't treat them like crap. And so that's on the financial d- discussion because the idea of being like, oh, you don't want to be a McDonald's worker. Honestly, McDonald's workers nowadays, they make a ton of money. And McDonald's has a lot of growth and promotion <laughs> in the company, if you really, really think about really it. Really good benefits. Um, 100, really good benefits. And I think McDonald's also pays for school nowadays. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you can't, we can't keep having this dialogue where we bash people's jobs. Because some of these jobs can become careers, or they are careers, especially when they're paying this amount of money. And they're being way more competitive when it comes to income. Mm-hmm. On the dating side, um, yeah, I mean... There's this whole thing of dating within your means and how men should do a whole lot better. Um, part of me agrees with that. And part of me also thinks like, hey, just kind of be realistic, what you're you know, kind of expecting out of people. Some people are more uh, superficial, more materialistic. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it comes to, like, you, like we all agreed upon, integrity. At the same time, though, there is this dialogue of um, if you're broke, you can't date. I- and I've heard that so many times, and it kind of pisses me off because it, what it is is that a lot, of, a lot of a lot of people are saying out there like, okay, or mostly it's girls because they they want to pay for the first whatever. Um, they're saying that if you can't, you know, either take me out several times, you can't, you know, pay my bills, you can't pay this money. If it's if we got to go 50-50, you're too broke to date. And for me, I'm thinking I'm like, uh, I don't know you. We're not actually dating. We're not in a relationship, so it's like I don't see myself doing that for a complete stranger who I'm just trying to get to know. And that's the same argument about this whole, if you're too broke, don't date. That's the same thing as saying like, oh, you're poor, 
don't have kids. Like you're saying that you, because you don't make a certain amount of income, you don't have the right to do this. And mm-hmm. I think it's a bizarre argument that people are truly trying to you know throw out there mm-hmm. as a as a law. So I feel like people like have their priorities in the wrong areas. Yeah. yeah. Like you should just focus on trying to meet someone who gets you and that you guys have like some type of commonality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you can <laughs> <laughs> and you can you can find someone who um who doesn't make a lot of money or who mm-hmm. does make a lot of money, but you can find somewhere to meet in the middle because right. you guys just you just gel because of some yeah. reason. Right. And I feel like that should be where your starting point is. And when you set these unrealistic expectations or mm-hmm. priorities for yourself, you're never going to be happy or meet that person that you're quote unquote looking for. That's why I say like yeah. social media, I think like did that a lot because people, people get on there and they see other people like living this life. They're like, oh, I wish I had that. I wish I need, I need that. I need mm-hmm. that. It's like, you don't, you don't need any of that. Like, just like you got to be happy with what you got. Exactly. And then find a way to get to that. Yeah. All right. Together. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like there's nothing wrong with building. Like you don't have to you don't have to get to get with somebody who has everything already set in stone. Mm-hmm. You guys can build a foundation together. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And build up and keep going. And then you'll enjoy it more yeah. too because you yes. earned it. You yeah. Know? So yeah, I think like people just gotta uh, have like expectations uh, like way too high these days. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you should just want to be happy. Like that should be that's, first. That should, that should be your main. Like goal. it shouldn't that's be like, well, how much goal. money does it make? Like that yeah. shouldn't be your first conversation. You already messed up. <laughs> right, right. Status and status and money is not everything. Yeah. Uh, speaking of being happy, there's a there's a couple of writers in Hollywood who want to be happy. Um, this writer is the first writer strike in in almost 15 years, and um, right now because in the the main arguments so I've seen like. Uh, I think Jay Leno's been out there trying to give out donuts and support people. Uh, Hassan Abi's been out there trying to go out there and support people. I forget the one main guy with the glasses and the hair. I forget his one celebrity. He's been out there trying to support the writers. So the Writers Guild is having a strike. They're kind of blocking off uh, most of these studio interests to, pre- to hinder or prevent um, further filming for a couple of movies and TV shows are going on right now. Also, nobody's writing for anything. Every late night show is done because they don't have the writers aren't writing. So people are suffering and Hollywood's losing money. I think last time they did this 15 years ago, back in 2007, I think they lost almost close to a billion dollars when this happened. A lot of movies suffered. I think people saw that like, I think one of the biggest ones was like Transformers 2. That one was like a bad written movie because you know they're on a writer's strike and things like that. And so people forget they are suffering from the new age of streaming because streaming's so new. And so because they don't get um, a lot of income from these shows, they're so quick. Um, and the, and, the, and the production length amount of time for these contracts are so short, they get paid a little amount of money. But, they're, but the streaming services, they're making so much money off of these shows, and they're just not getting compensated for it. And they've, and they've shown the growth that Netflix, HBO Max, Paramount, Disney have had over the last couple of years from these streaming services. But they're not being, but they're also, they're, they're, they're trying to turn writing into a part-time job when it's people's actually full-time job yeah. you're telling me it's a part-time job when i made when i wrote stranger things that's crazy to me like that's that's a do, that's a dumb argument so right now they're on strike um i fully support them because again it's a it's a community of people who literally write and create all the entertainment we consume on a daily basis mm-hmm. so it, i, I it don't, don't know how it works but it sounds like they just get paid a flat fee mm-hmm. for their work and then their their hands are you know done we're done. We yeah. washed our hands with this. But I feel like they should get like a percentage. Like whatever the show makes, I mm-hmm. should get some amount of money from this because I literally royalty, created it. Royalty checks too, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, like yeah. That's, that's insane. I was say too. I mean, a lot of these shows eventually mm-hmm. go into, what do they call it, syndication? Yeah. Where, I mean, and if they're playing these shows, the yeah. actors still get money mm-hmm. for the, why don't the writers? Exactly. 
And that's that seems like why they're striking. That's, that's, yeah. Uh, that's I, crazy. If it's some companies like uh, Netflix, Amazon, Apple, Disney, Discovery, Warner, NBC, Universal, Paramount, and Sony. Some of these companies are affected by this strike. Good. That's basically everything. The last one lasted 100 days. Oh, I hope, I hope it's crazy it. how much impact they have on this. More percent. Like, like <laughs> it, it just shows, to, like, to respecting people. if you just stop working, like, what are they going to do? Nothing. <laughs> and and no, I feel that's, like. That's what I say. If we, just, if we all just stop paying rent, what are they going to do? <laughs> nothing. They, uh, if we every all collectively point. agreed to do that, like they would be. Yeah, what, 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 I, what I would could be first, they really I mean, do? Because like, be can't arrest all of us. Because it's crazy. Because right now, because I think I think in, in Canada, not too long ago, some of the uh, landlords went on strike saying that tenants are are not paying us enough money. That's a dumbass argument. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And it's, it's really it's really happening. So like, it's one of those weird things where if if the workers are the lifeblood of, are the literally the lifeblood of of the company, right? Yeah. And if they feel like they're not being treated equally, I do support more people going on strike, going on boycott, oh, yeah. and just sort of saying like, hey, don't do this. So the Writers Guild hasn't fully came out and said like, hey, just cancel your Netflix, cancel your Disney. Like, they haven't said that. Don't they don't mind if you do though. <laughs> and so like, this is one of those times where like, I don't, I won't flat out support piracy, but if you didn't, I won't feel guilty about it. Um, but yeah, I feel like if more jobs, I think Starbucks tried it, I think Starbucks employees did it at one point. Um, I feel like Amazon workers, hopefully they get, you know, they've gotten paid better, but they, at some point I wouldn't mind if they did that either, but it's, it's a lot of companies are having these layoffs or paying their employees less or, or it's just not combating inflation based off our income. And that's hurting all of us. And so if this is successful, cause right now their, their demands aren't too high. I think, I think at one point Sony or somebody tried to offer them like a little a bit more money, but it wasn't enough for them. So they're like, now nah, we're going to keep negotiating something to make it better for all of us. We want guaranteed contracts and pay. So what's stopping the companies from going to like AI? Like- and, and that's, I think there's a legal battle there too. So they, they're, they're also trying to prevent in the strike from uh, AI to rewrite scripts based off previous work and also taking scripts that have already been like first drafted and finishing those. So they're also trying to combat that too. Cause we don't know if AI can write a good script. Cause guess what? If let's say Marvel right now made an AI <laughs> Iron Man movie and that shit was ass. I guarantee you <laughs> they lose more money in production than the movie makes. They about to pay everybody now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I, it's crazy the idea that if you pay people enough, they're gonna do a good job. Like why is that so hard for people yeah. to understand? It goes back to, to the this whole thing we, we, we talked about. A gazillion dollars. Uh, Just share some of it. By respecting, like mm. you, they, there's no respect for these writers. Like, yeah. No, literally. Mm. Like it, it goes back like, to like like oh uh, they're they're down there in the, in the low level room. Mm-hmm. So like we don't respect them that much. Like thank you for your work, but all but like you know like. But now it shows like the power that they truly do have. Like yeah. if we don't do our job, you, you don't do have yours, one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. So uh, shout out to them, man. Shout out to them for being brave because this is definitely like oh, not yeah. easy. Yeah, I hope this lasts two months. They're not gonna pay anything now. Like, they they risked it all. Yeah. This. And what's crazy is that so they said that because if, if movies are already kind of in production, you won't see the blowback on this for like at least another year. Okay. But the movies that come out the following year, the year after that, you'll see if they're bad, if they're good, if they're poorly written, if they're kind of rushed put together. You'll see, you'll you'll see that consequence. Um, but real fast, you guys want to get into the NBA, NBA stuff going on right now? Oh uh, yeah, yeah we the can. finals. We can oh, the playoffs. Sorry, yes, yeah, it's, it's uh, co- the quarterfinals now. Um, yeah, well, you want to talk about the Celtics? They're doing pretty good. Uh, of course we are. <laughs> don't, don't I mean, that. game one against the 76ers, we, we lost. Harden. James Harden put up like fifty points, and I was nervous. I was like, if he continues to do that, 
then I don't know what we're going to do. And all they did was get... And Embiid wasn't even in the game. All they did was get the MVP back, and now they just lose in every game. Yeah, they... <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand what's going on. Harden them, forgot how to play basketball, and Embiid <laughs> just looks tired. So <laughs> it's just like, I think we'll be fine. I personally don't have... I'm not scared anymore. Like, I was really afraid to play them. Yeah. But, nah, we good. Uh, the Heat won today, so they're up 2-1 on the Knicks. Okay. That's, that, that series seems like it should be really good, but I don't care for it at all. I like mean, I don't, I, I I don't care who wins that series at all. Was, I, was just, uh, Jimmy Butler in or no? Yeah, he played today. Okay, I think he played well too. Uh, Jimmy Butler. They need him. He had twenty eight. So yeah, he played really well. Um, who else is playing? Um, the Suns beat the Nuggets yesterday. The, and the crazy thing that about that was Devin Booker, man, forty seven. He missed five shots. <laughs> that he was, was twenty for twenty five. Like he put on a, a master class. And the like, crazy thing about that series is with them, they're down two one right now, mm-hmm. but. The only people scoring is KD and Booker. Yeah, that's literally it. That's all they have. I like, watched the highlights because I didn't see the game. And I was like, two players. Anybody have the ball? <laughs> it, it was, was just those, those two, two. Like those I two beat like, them by themselves. That was a great game, but there's no way they can sustain that. It's impossible. Uh, you can't. Like there's the no- Nuggets. Like almost beat them still. <laughs> like if I put up 50 points and we still almost lose, like there's a problem. So, Booker had 47. KD had 39. No one else had had over 10 points. Yeah, that's insane, man. Like that's just ridiculous. How it's crazy how much they have to touch the ball to like push out to a win. Like and it's crazy because like they're doing it. Like Booker has been scoring like thirty almost every game. Yeah, he's efficient and he's doing a great job. But it's just not sustainable. They don't have like, enough help. You can't. You can't do that. And that's why I, I really like the Celtics because like even when you guys have a you guys like have a, Jason Tatum the other day scored seven points. Yeah, and we blew him out. It's like we don't need our superstars to go all out every game. That's not sustainable. Team, yeah. So. Yeah, I uh, think we can make it all the way. But Lakers we'll are playing right now. I don't want to talk about game. What was that two? I don't want to talk about what that. happened in game two. They got blown up by thirty points. Oh, <laughs> there's been a lot of blowouts. That's crazy. Uh, Lakers won game one. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, yeah, the Lakers won game one, and then uh, Warriors came back game two. Clay Thompson was just on fire. You no. can't do anything about that. I I, <laughs> I, I, I hate the way they're playing defense on the on the pick and rolls, but I get it. But at the same time, it's like, oh my goodness, it's like I was halfway asleep. I, I, I just heard Clay Thompson for three. Clay Thompson for three. Bro, I was like, he was not right. missing. They just kept handing it to him. I was like, I turn the TV off. I'm going. I'm going to sleep, bro. They were down like 20 yeah. points. I was like, that, like I, earlier this season, like they didn't seem like the regular Warriors, but now like they've kicked it in high gear. Oh, yeah. and, like they're tough. Like that's what that's what teams doing. Like that's what good teams doing the playoffs though. Like oh, yeah. once they get in the playoffs, it's zero zero now. Like, yeah, it's they look tough. I think it's gonna be Celtics Warriors now. I still got Lakers advancing. They, they're playing right now. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know, bro. <laughs> it's, uh, AD is made of glass. Like he can't. But AD he's not on. Like it's kind of tough to win. AD had a perfect game one, thirty and twenty, perfect. Mm-hmm. Game two, there's nowhere to be found. <laughs> LeBron looks all 38 years old now. Yeah. I mean, he has too much pressure on him. Man. And it's just, I, I want to see them uh, go far. Who was their third best player? Right now, probably D'Angelo uh, Russell, Austin Russell. Reeves. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, what's the dude? Uh, Horichi Rama? Hachimura. Hachimura. He, I mean, he, he, he was like, hooping last game. He they're was. not bad. They're not bad. Like, they get you some buckets, but like, Tristan Thompson can't play, necessarily rely on Tristan that. Thompson played last game. That's how I know. Ew. <laughs> God, he was on the team. <laughs> he got minutes. Why he's doing him? Yeah. Why they pick him up? I'm so confused about that pickup. That was a that was Braun. That had to be all Braun. Yeah, I like him, man. He's my friend. <laughs> yeah, and listen, my friend needs a job, man. Just come on, <laughs> get him on the team, right quick. You know, as somebody who doesn't watch sports, this is the like the most fun I've had watching like 
the the highlight clips on TikTok and videos on YouTube because all I see is clips of Shannon Sharp talking about the Lakers in five and yeah, making yeah. hella rhymes and Lakers shit. And, and then everybody's making these like John because I've never seen so much controversy in in, in, uh, in NBA history until like this year. So like Buddy got booted out like he's just gone out the league. The Grizzlies player, uh, uh, Dylan Brooks, yeah, he gone. It, what what do you do? Well, no, he's not he's not going to the league. So the Grizzlies, his contract was expiring for the, okay. the Grizzlies. And they just told him, like, hey, listen, next year we're not bringing you back. Yeah. Which happens all the time. Yeah, okay. But, like. It was kind of immediate. Like, as soon as they lost, yeah. they were like, yeah. You're, him? You're gone. He ain't going to be like, <laughs> The way they said it, under any circumstances, we're yeah. not bringing it him back. It was kind of rude, like, that, unprofessional. That usually doesn't happen. So they could they doubled down on it, too. It was too. definitely something, like, boiling underneath that we didn't yeah. see before. And it's, like, crazy. I don't know what he did, but it's, like, because <laughs> at first I'm, like, John Moran over here is swaving a gun, and he ain't going. <laughs> but Buddy, Buddy, yeah, because he's not a hooper. That's your star player. You're not about to give it. He's not that good. Like, he's just, I mean, he'd be fine on a different team. He didn't. I mean, he'll, he didn't he'll get a job. Well. So he'll get like, a job. Him antagonizing LeBron like that, and then not playing well. Yeah, I don't know why he said that, bro. Like, yeah. unless LeBron scores forty on me, I don't respect him. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? That man went out and lost by forty. <laughs> so saying, like, you don't even score more than fifteen points, bro. You know, it was funny because uh, what was the, what was the guy from the Grizzlies' name again? What's his name? Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks, bro. Dick Bar made a whole diss track for Dylan Brooks. Wow. It was a funny scene. They had just kind of went viral, so like he was so proud of it too. Uh, but that was just funny. I'm like, he's getting all this hate all over the internet. I don't know what he buddy looks did. Dumb now. <laughs> <laughs> he looks really dumb now. And then, and then, and then, for me, the funniest thing for like the week was uh, is is, is not what's his name, um, Draymond Green is out here stomping players. <laughs> is, that what, is that what it is? He's, he's stepping on players. Been a dirty, like, what do you just, say? Who you stop on? Um. This series, or like last series, was it a bonus? It's like all these funny videos. Like, <laughs> I forget. I I remember seeing him. I was like, damn, he's <laughs> stomping on people. Nah, he mid game. He he's always, always been. Yeah, kind he of always a, something. Just a dirty player. Like, but yeah, every team I feel like needs that that one yeah. guy who's just willing to put his whole body on the line and just physically assault get people, the, get the crazy on the court. rebounds, like and, the enforcer. You need that enforcer on your team. Yeah. Like, just kind of need a dirty player who's yeah. just gonna move people around, like move, bro. Because I, because I saw, because like I saw the clip, so I, I saw the the, the parody clips and, the, and people talking about it. When I went back and watched the highlight reel, um, uh, he put his whole weight on his on buddy's body. So I was like, that's super intentional. But hey, he did a whole hop. He did yeah. a whole because he tried to like kind of hop over him, but he actually intentionally he on his playing, court he just that brought on buddy's chest. Yeah, I, I mean. But I like Draymond Green for some yeah. reason. All right, to yeah, wrap up the show, to wrap up the show because I got to go work my second job today. Um, and pray for me, y'all, because it's, it's it's a warm night and it's gonna be in Carmel, so I can't wait to go be a bouncer. Um, and uh, quick TV show news and movie news: uh, Dave is getting better. I think episode six has been their best episode so far in season three. I don't know if y'all seen it yet, but. Uh, I haven't watched since the Rick Ross episode. In really, really quickly, the the main the main uh, is having to be in the episode, right? Um, his bus blows up out of nowhere. They're having a car issue. They break down. Everybody walks outside. All of a sudden, the bus just explodes. Yeah, I, I have that same fear about my car some days. I'm like, yeah. this, is, this is gonna explode one day. Yeah. But the funny part is, is that uh, some random person drives by. They see little see little Dickie's name on the side of the bus. They record it, and he has this he has this this sex toy with legs on it. And it's covered in fire and debris, and so they think he died. They think he died, and so somebody tweets out a video, say "R.I.P. Little Dicky," just trending. Yeah. And all of a sudden, his album and his single is close to being it hit top twenty. 
like oh, wow. in, within less than like six, 12 hours. Yeah, he, he, love you he, went, he went into hiding. It, so he kind of started hiding in this, in this yeah, town. Bro, and then like, let this ride out. yeah, he's like, cause like he, he come from the ashes, just yeah. emerge. Yeah. That's what uh, Drake Bell just did. I don't know. Cause like Drake followed him back and then uh, LeBron followed him back and he's crying too. He's in his room, like crying upset. And um, Drake's on the episode. Yeah, uh, Drake's not. He's on the episode. They just mention him. So like, all these people are following back, saying R.I.P. After he died. After he after he died, because what basically what his uh, his buddy did, the um, the redhead guy, his uh, his best friend, he's like he grabbed everybody's phones because they had no cell phones sitting out in the desert. He's like, we're gonna let this ride because we're not making money. <laughs> yeah, smart. Because how do you come in? No, that's not how do you come back from that. You're not dead. Well, but I mean, you didn't lie. He didn't know. He and that's and that's basically what just the didn't, show. didn't disprove it. Yes, <laughs> and that's the argument. I of the episode. episode was supposed to be a quote. And so, and so Dave is like, we need to tell people, and his his producer friends like, no, we just like you because Dave he just quit the tour. Mm. He got he got fed up with it, right? He just quit the tour, and the the studios like the labels like. You cost us all this money. You've been nothing but a pain in the ass the entire time. You are mm, done. Mm, mm. And Buddy's like, we got to make up this money somehow. And with his yeah, single and his album, ranking up, he's like, listen, you won't, you won't shut the fuck up for like 48 hours, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they don't and, love you till you're gone. Nah, and eventually, Dave has this, like, not epiphany, but he kind of like reminisces on something he said back in the day. He's like, I don't want to get to the top by any means, like any dirty means, or I don't want to lose myself. I, you know, I want to be true to myself. And eventually, at the end of the episode, he just goes to the biggest metropolitan area, sits down, and just waits. And somebody recognizes him. He's like, little dick, aren't you supposed to be dead? He's like, he's like, nah, I'm alive. And after that episode ends, so I was like, it's you know what? <laughs> it was you got to watch. It's a pretty good. It's a pretty good episode. So I'm digging it. So hopefully, it gets better. Um, I saw Guardians three. I want to see that. I think mid Marvel is done. So no more mid Marvel, no more mid Marvel TV shows, no more mid Marvel movies. I almost cried about three times in that movie. Wow. If you like pets, don't watch it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> if you like that. animals, don't watch that I heard movie. About somebody, somebody having a rocket, so like, bro, uh, not rocket. Yeah, man. Uh, Peter would hate this movie. <laughs> uh, oh. Peter would hate this movie. So, uh, matter of fact, this this movie should be named Guardians of the Galaxy. It should be uh, the Protectors of Peter. Is what it Yo, should be called. Speaking of uh, dead animals, so why why on the marathon while we're running? There is a a flattened cat that's in the middle of the road, and everybody's just running past it. Somebody, somebody stepped on his ass. What? No, it's a no. A, a car <laughs> ran over him. Aww. It's just a, a flattened cat in the middle of, in the middle of the race. You just run past it. Like, I they get a shovel and scoop this little. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, okay. I'm gonna leap over him like everybody else. It's got to be bad luck somehow, bro. <laughs> yeah. It was like a it's like a little a little was it black a little cone by it. It was like black yeah. with like like oh, like black yellow cat. stripes yeah. or something like that. It had stripes on it. I'll save uh, We'll talk about Snowfall next week And I'll save this video game question for next week Because this is a very interesting one But uh, outside of that, Miss Taylor, thank you so much for joining us I appreciate it Yeah. my pleasure My pleasure I'm so proud of you guys Thank you um, for everybody who lasted this it's long, we uh, we appreciate you. Thank you so much to our to our toppers. You know, I hate that name. I did not sign up yeah, on it. Yeah, big um, toppers. Uh, yeah, you don't know about if that. you enjoyed this episode, don't that's, be afraid to rate us five stars on all uh, podcast platforms. Mm-hmm. Follow us back on TikTok. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter. If you guys all have any that. questions for the podcast or you just want to chat with us, let us know. Um, with that, you guys got any closing statements? Go buy some merch. It's a parade yeah. inside my city. Yeah. yeah. Get you some merch. Get you some merch. Um, that's all I got. That's all yeah. I got. Um, with that, that has been episode 162 of Back to the Topic. We will see y'all next week with some more topper goodness. I don't know how we close this uh, out. I don't know how we close this out. We'll see you guys in the next one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm, mm, it's us. I'll be falling.
I was eager. I, I was high as fuck, tweaking. I was trying to strike shit, I was trying to strike shit, I was trying to strike shit, like I'm matched late night, yeah, strike like I missed it, strike like I hit the pin, strike like I'm not going to work, strike, strike, you know that guy ain't sip on drink till it's early again Oh, this boat take a shit, I shop that Berlin Drink man had cracked the seal, I begged him, he's so